This After Dark podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com, the home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.HHNUnofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. Hi, Wendy Prater at Magical Journeys here, proud sponsor of the Universal After Dark podcast. How would you like to be among some of the first guests to stay at Universal's new property, the Aventura Hotel? Aventura opens this August and is another great option to consider when staying at Universal. You can get early entry benefits, transportation to and from all the parks, and have views of any of the three parks. At the end of a long day, have a drink in style on the new rooftop bar. Book a four-night stay with me to get 20% off your stay with rates as low as $116 per night along with a $50 food and drink credit. You must book by June 15th and travel dates are August 16th through December 20th. Mention this ad to stack your savings and get $25 off your deposit. Find me at WPMagicJourneys.com or any social media at WPMagicJourneys. Welcome to Universal After Dark, a Universal podcast that's not the same as all the others. Whenever you're ready. You call me in. Okay. Hi, welcome to Universal After Dark. I'm your host as usual, Amanda, and I'm here with Nick, and we're at the podcast meetup for our 100th episode. It's exciting. 100 episodes in. I'm so excited. I can't believe my roller turned off. Like, honestly, I can see an ET and my production t-shirt from one of our lovely listeners, and it's making me so excited. <laughs> <laughs> and I've just noticed it. <laughs> We've got like there's there's been about 15 people. I, I didn't get to speak. Some people like literally came in and went out again. Uh, just to say hello um, and it's just incredible like I honestly thought it was going to be an equal split between people on the podcast and listeners and there's just been so many that have turned honestly, up honestly it's been mind blowing like <laughs> I love it we, I mean, we were going to record an episode here but it, like, it was just too complicated like there's too many people we couldn't get everyone so well, what this will be is this will be an intro to 100th episode and we will just do 100 episodes. We didn't give out badges because we've got badges. Yeah, they're but in my suitcase in the hotel. You guys know what I'm like. Yeah, yeah. We'll sort that out. Everyone can get a badge this year. I will send them to anybody that wants one. If you send me your address, I will send you a badge. You can't ask fairer than that. But, uh, yeah, so we're here in the NBC Sports Bar and Grill. Yes. The, the, the beer's been good. I've had two Bud Lights. Just for lights? Just for lights, on I've I've been on the uh, hard cider black cherry. It's delicious. It's really nice. It's delicious and dangerous. Very, uh, very dangerous. Very dangerous. And we're going to go to have lunch in Mythos. We're going to have Mythos. Nick's going to have Pad Thai. I'm going to have Pad Thai. And we're going to have so much sriracha. Craig went to Aventura. And had the it wasn't the impossible. Oh, he told me he told me it wasn't an impossible burger. He yeah. said it was a Beyond Burger, but last year wasn't an impossible burger. I am gonna have this holiday because I've noticed it. 
uh, the Burger King up in City Walk yes. has the Impossible Whopper. Whopper. Yes. We're yes. going to go and get an Impossible Whopper. Let's get that drunk tonight. On the yeah. way home. <laughs> and uh, this is going to be the first night we are going to be doing Halloween Horror Nights together. We've got Express Passes, we've got these houses with some of the listeners here today. Um, and uh, yeah, you, you've done everything except Stranger Things. Everything except Stranger Things and Vikings and Dads. That's like my number one scare zone that I was excited for. No, it wasn't. Rob Zombie was. I've already yeah. done them. This was my number two. I haven't done it yet. I haven't seen any of the shows and I haven't done Stranger Things. So that's all tonight. So, with you doing everything except those, you've done the majority yes. of the event. How does this compare? This is one of my favourite years so far, IP-wise. Just because IP is our life, but it's not the scariest year so far. I haven't been scared, scared in the house except in Depths of Fear. But that was just the most scares that I've had in a house. Like, most scares per, like, room. But nothing's been, like, scary, scary, like, scarecrow kind of scary. So... Not even a person on the floor in uh, graveyard games? No, no, no. Like, graveyard games and Depths of Fear are the two scariest ones I've been in. But Yeti, which I thought was going to be the scariest, I I didn't like. So I'm going to have another run through that tonight and see if it was just a bad run. Sometimes that can be the case. Like, we had a bad run through us, and obviously I really loved the film. So I was excited to do it. I didn't have a good run through that because we did a cast change. So we'll see tonight. And your, your favourite scare zone so far is Rob Zombie. Obviously yeah. Rob Zombie. <laughs> Obviously Rob Zombie. Yeah. I apologise to everyone that saw my entire photo shoot. I'm really sorry about that. How did um, <laughs> House of a Thousand Corpses to your expectations? House of a Thousand Corpses is my favourite house I've ever been through at all of Halloween Horror Nights ever. In all of the like 17 years I've been coming, favourite one. I mean, obviously it's based on a really awful film, as we know. <laughs> Amazing film. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I'm looking forward to, I mean, even I'm looking forward to going for it because yes. I don't like the film, but I think it will make a really good it, house. Obviously, because it was a house before it was a film, it's going to translate well into a house. But we're going to have a stay in screen, so it'll be the first house that we do. Well, I mean, here we are. As I said, it's 100 episodes. I recently went back to listen to the start before you got bought and bald. And those those first episodes, when Craig first came up with the idea of doing it, um, like, you listen to that now, and then obviously listen to where a man is kind of taking it. The evolution's quite funny. But it's nice, it's nice. But um, yeah, it, it's changed a lot. And, yeah. you know, thank you for everything you've done over the, the hundred episodes. <laughs> this is also very weird because this is the first time that me and Amanda have met in real life. Honestly, I've told everyone here this is the first time meeting you and P. Dabs. Holly D is not here yet. No. But everyone was like, what? We thought like you all recorded together. And I was like, no. <laughs> I think like, most people have been really Honestly. shocked that we haven't met. Um, and, you know, it's fair to say that you are as lovely as I expect you to be in your <laughs> <Thank> life. Thank you. <laughs> so far, I mean, she's not been rude to me, is basically what There's I'm saying. Like well, we haven't got drunk together yet, so yes, there is that. Um, but, you know, for all the work you've done over, I can't say 100 episodes, you've not been here since the start, but everything you've done, thank, thank you. you so much. Uh, it's you, been a pleasure, you. and here's one of 100 episodes. Yes, yes. There you go. So, um, I'm now, cause, only because I'm holding the microphone, but I'm going to go and get a few words from people ah and as if as if you can write in the script mr d has turned up mr d has turned up it's almost like fate it really is ah 
Let's get a word from the man himself. Mr. D, thank you very much. I'm so glad you could make it. Um, we literally just started recording because it's been, it's been madness. You are here with... I'm here with uh, wife Kelly, my wife, right? I just said, I don't know. I'm sorry, I've stolen your couch, please. I said it earlier to someone yeah. I was talking to, and he was like, oh, you said it in real life, and I didn't realise it becomes such a thing. So it's, it's nice. It's your thing, though. I just, share, share. I just borrowed it. We share everything, okay. it's fine. And this is uh, my daughter, Heather, uh, who's an ex-Disney cast member. Yes. We're still, still waiting for that appearance on Diz After Dark. Talk to you about it Now tonight. we've met in real life, it's going to have to happen, so yeah. that's fine. Um, we had we had even more people turn up. At one point, we had like about twenty listeners here, right. which Fantastic. we was hoping for about five. Yeah. So I completely melt down, yeah. freaked out, had to leave. No. Calm down. I'm okay now. It's good. all good. Um, but yes. So. Um, how was Volcano Bay? Volcano Bay was fantastic, yeah. First time there. Yeah? I think we really enjoyed it. You, did, you didn't bump into Todd, did you? Uh, no. Uh, Not that I know that. Well, no, he'd, he'd have introduced himself. Yeah, I, know. I know he was going to try and look out for you, but... Okay. Uh, that was great. Yeah, he's a good man. Um, but did no. Did all the rates. Did all the yeah? rates. Yeah, some good rates. Great water park. Food? Yeah, we had some food. I had an edamame burger. Are you impressed? Oh, hello. It's normally carnivorous, but... Yeah. Yeah, and uh, tuna, ahi tuna. Pokey pokey bowl with tuna, uh, tuna, mahi tuna and mango. Yeah. And plantain chips. Yeah. Bit more healthy. It sounds good. Yeah. What about yourself? I had uh, steak tacos. It was actually really good. Always one I have seen, mate. I'm usually head or small, but we need to find more. Yeah, it's I'm, I'm a pescatarian, so I'm, I'm useless at everything. I'm not a proper vegetarian, I'm not a proper non meat eater. I eat fish, but. Craig had the um, Beyond Burger right. at the hotel, right. which is the vegan burger, and he said it was really nice. Yeah. And uh, Amanda and myself are going to go to Burger King and have the Impossible Whopper while we're here. So, yeah, she's vegetarian as well. So, but it was good. Good. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Fantastic. Excellent. I will let you uh, go and speak to everyone else, but I'll, yeah, the drink. I've had the um, a black cherry hard cider. It's good. very good. Well, you know I like a cider. Awesome. Got a weakness so for that. I recommend that. But yeah, have a look at the menu. Enjoy yourselves. And I'll speak to you all in a, in a bit. Sorry, Ashton. Look at Ashton. <laughs> you can't look at Ashton. This is a podcast recording. But Ashton, thank you for coming. How are you? Yeah, no problem. I'm good. Are you enjoying your time here? No, I love it. Yeah. Yeah, but you, you enjoying your time see, spending time with me? Oh, yeah. It's been two years, oh, yeah, yeah. It's been two years. I know. A long two years. Uh, very long, yeah. <laughs> Right, I'm going to go around. Uh, who have we got here? I'm Alex. Alex, thank you so much for coming. You enjoying yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Excellent. Just recording a short intro for the next episode, so don't worry. It will go into a podcast. I'm sorry about it. You will hear yourself talk. But yeah, we wanted to try and record a podcast. It wasn't going to happen, so just go around and let everyone uh, say hello. I think so, yeah. And yeah, you should do because it's such a shit Yeah, yeah get as many people out of there as you can. 
good people. That's what we want. I mean, the English have already said all of their shitheads to Australia anyway, so why not keep the tradition up? I know, here we are. Here we are. And the very best of England are here. Well, to be fair, Amanda's here now, so it's fine. So, um, we're just recording a short intro for the, uh, the next podcast, which is episode 100. So, I uh, just want everyone to introduce themselves. So, Hi, I'm Carly. I'm Amelia. And you are from, not Kent. Australia. Australia. And which part of Australia again? Um, Brisbane, the sunny northeast. The opposite uh, of Kent, basically. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And the opposite of Perth, we talked about as yeah, well. Yeah, the, the better half of Perth, basically. Yeah. Yeah, they might listen to this. It doesn't matter. I'm sure they'll understand. <laughs> but I'll show you it's fine. Yeah, it's all right. They get it. But, I mean, thank you so much for coming and thank you for listening. It's amazing to, like, meet listeners. It's humbling. Like, we went outside and it's just like, can you believe people turned up? It's, it's crazy. Yeah, like, no, that's insane. That's yeah. so good. And it's, like, nice to be part of the international mix of things. Yes. That's, I mean, I, I think that's what's nice for us is that we yeah. are kind of... we. When you look at our stats, like the majority of our listeners are American. Yeah. So it's like we're a British podcast that talks about American things, and yet America is where we're more popular. It's, yeah. it's quite unusual. So, yeah. but, no, thank you for listening. Thank you for For rearranging our trip. Exactly. This is, this is where some people, I mean, arguably crazy people, people think I'm crazy for coming over four days from the UK, but these people have rearranged their trip. Yes, you could argue there was a hurricane and that might have helped, but let's ignore that fact. What's just a hurricane when you love Universal and Exactly. <laughs> it's, then that's more important. Don't let anything stand in the way of your dreams. Exactly. Yeah. There's good advice for everyone to no, have. No. I can quote, quote that. A pleasure meeting you, and we're going to try and do some houses on Sunday. Sunday is the night. Sunday. Sunday. I'll get scared. Yes. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll see where we are. Oh, Luke's got the Altoids. You know, there's sometimes Luke just never changes. It's beautiful. No one else wants your drugs. Oh, innocent. Thank you very much. I will speak to you in a little bit. I've got to go and speak to Luke now. Luke, hey. say hello. Hey, how are you doing? Hi, I'm Luke. It's, it's like Ashton's trying to get on a podcast more than once because we've only spoken to him once. Hey, and here yeah. he is again, yeah. pouring the microphone around the room. Um, thank you. Thank you for coming out. I mean, Thank you are part of the team, so technically, legally, you had to be here. Yes, yeah. You just provided my, with what I believe is an Altoid. Oh. It's not been... Yeah. So in a few like minutes, you're going to black out. Yeah. And then you'll wake up tomorrow morning. Okay. Just wake up on the top of a... Yeah, Paris, maybe, maybe on top of Aventura, you know. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> It'll go somewhere. I'm kidding. We haven't, we haven't gone there yet, but we will do. Yeah. So, uh, Luke's recording some videos, it's going to be part of this as well, so thank you very much for that. Yes, thank you. And what house are we going to do first tonight? I don't know. What house do you want to do first? Because I'll do whatever. I've done Ghostbusters now, so I'm pretty much cool to do anything. So, what's, what's been your favourite this year so far? Favourite is Ghostbusters and Graveyard Games. 100%. Oh, it's the two they're I did tied, last night. Tied. Oh, my nights are yeah. going downhill now. I've done the two best houses already. Yes. <laughs> the two houses. Yeah. And House of a Thousand Corpses. Have you seen the nighttime show yet? Yes. How incredible is the nighttime show? So effing, flipping, like good. Goosebumps. <laughs> I was watching it last night. Goosebumps. Yeah. Incredible. So good. I, so good. Because I haven't seen AOV yet, but I wanted to see that over AOV. Yeah. So I'm I like, will watch that show three more times this weekend. If I've got time, I will go and watch Academy of Villains. But that yeah. nighttime show, that that and like, it's short, it's show, not too long. Incredible. Yeah. 
Now, the person saying home run is... Dave, I'm Dave. And Dave is here as well for the meetup. And what houses have you done so far? Uh, I've done them all, but uh, Graveyard Games, Ghostbusters, and Killer Clowns. Top three. Yeah, you're top three. Top three. Top three. Incredible. Oh, Luke's filming again. This is weird because I'm talking into a microphone and Luke's right. filming it. And I think that's called a simulcast. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's a technical yeah. term. But, yeah. <laughs> but uh, Dave, thank you very much for coming out today. Really appreciate it. Lovely meeting you. And we'll see you a bit more in a bit. And now this is the, the 100th episode, recording some sound bites for the episode. Yeah. I'm now joined by Phil. Phil, how are you doing? I'm good. Hello, listeners. Yes. Oh, yes, this is going to be a podcast. It will be listeners. Of course it is. Yes. Uh, and Phil is looking fetching today because Phil is wearing uh, a Universal After Dark t shirt. So, uh, from myself. Yes. Lovingly packed, badly. Because, well, no, I know it was all right, but if I'd have packed it in a slightly smaller envelope, it would have cost me a lot less money to send. Well, I got two, so, I got two t shirts. You did. I'm not expecting. So what happened was, I've still got that This After Dark t-shirt. Our Luke, not uh, Luke Birdwick over there, but the other Luke in, in England, got some t-shirts made for us. Got too many made, and then said, we've got some surplus, send them to people if they want them. And you bought the t-shirts, I thought, well, the worst you can do is use it as a rag. Hopefully you can wear it. No, it's, so, it's here. Oh, brilliant. Thank you very much. I've been I, couldn't, wearing... I couldn't wear two t-shirts, though. So. No. Oh, no, no, no. Of no. course. No, that would be silly. Yes, absolutely. Especially this heat. I mean, it is humid AF, right? It is very. I mean, you're wearing a uh, jersey at the moment. Well, I am. So the story, I don't... No, I haven't mentioned this. So the reason for me wearing this top, this top is officially 20 years old today. Oh. oh not, not today, this year. 20 years old. I bought it when it first came out. So when they say it's a throwback shirt, this is the OG. I bought yes. this when it first came out. And every time I go to Universal, it is a law that I wear this top and I go in front of that globe and I have my picture taken in front of that globe. I have done that today. I have completed my remit. Um, and this is a men's small and it just about fits. That's but look, that's, that's what it says. And, um, and yeah, I mean, I bought this 20 years ago. You know, I think that's quite impressive. Thank you. That is you good. know, um, thank you very much. But. Um, when are you going to Halloween Horror Nights next? We're going tonight. You're going tonight? Yeah, we have not got Express. Okay. But depending on the price, we will try and get Express. Well, I mean, look, the thing is that the thing with Express is you only get one per house. Yes. So if we do Ghostbusters and use Express, then if we want to go in again, we've got to queue up. So the thing is, don't feel you need to have Express because there'll be houses that we will not be using Express for. And do, you, do you think if Universal released a ticket where it was um, one house twice per night, to say you could do Express twice on one house on all the houses, do you think that would sell as a good ticket? Um, yeah, I do. And for me, what I don't like about the Express is the fact that you can only use it once per night. Yeah. You know, I think that's a little bit cheeky. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think, I think that could work. I think that could work. Um, well, it's almost a midway between that and the RIP tour. Yes. Like, if you do a really good run of a house, Stranger Things, for instance, it's two hours wait, you did it once, amazing. I want to do it again. Yeah. No, I get that. Okay, that. that could work. Yeah, I think so. There's, there's legs there. There's a good idea. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, obviously, um, I don't know, but the reason why there's so much merchandise with the uh, Marathon of Mayhem uh, post art this year yes. is because I mentioned the podcast about a week before they revealed all the uh, the merchandise. Yeah, they should use that on everything. It has been and everywhere. They have. I mean, hoodies, t-shirts, mugs, shot glasses, socks. Price. Yeah, I'm. Um, 
I'm debating what to buy. I think I might go for a hoodie this year. Yes. I, yeah, I do like the t-shirt, but I, I have a lot of t-shirts. So exact same. Yeah. yeah. So I might get the hoodie, but I'm definitely coming home with some merchandise. The Something. merchandise this year is the graphics are really good. They put a lot of thought into merchandise. I think last year they lacked a little bit in the merchandise. Uh, this year they've gone all out. So if there's a house that you like or an IP you like, there's a lot of stuff you can go for, a lot of choices. I agree, fully agree. So, and Seb, do you want to... Um, Baz. Baz. You know what? <laughs> no, you know what it was? It was a man's fault. Yeah, yes, yes it me, was. Oh, and, it's, and that's Bill's fault. That's my fault. It all comes full circle. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure his that. name was Baz. That's no why. Yeah. I'll call you Baz, I'm not an arsehole. <laughs> um, not saying Amanda's an arsehole, she will listen back to this. She's not listening. Why can she ain't listen to this? She never listens to the podcast we record. She's currently hitting her phone listening to the podcast. Nah, she's, nah, fine. she's fine. Um, have you been to Halloween Horror Nights before? No. So this is your first time? Yes. So, as a first timer, what do you think of Halloween Horror Nights? I think it's pretty good, to be honest. Uh, I didn't really know what to expect, in all honesty, but I am pleasantly surprised. Have you been scared? Only once. Yeah. A lot of the time, unfortunately for me, the past two days, I've unfortunately missed a lot of the scares. Yeah, yeah. It's been really annoying, but uh, yesterday I, I did get got, and it was quite good. The, um, the funniest one we had yesterday was uh, P-Dubs got spooked by the last Slimer. He yes. thought he'd done the house. That he thought he'd been done with. Yeah. And he was like, oh, that yeah. house wasn't too bad, and then the, the last Slimer got him. Let your guard down. I mean, have you done um, Monsters yet? No, so they did monsters last night and they got quite a few scares in monsters, but yes, I didn't yes. get to do monsters. We saw a lot of people running out of that house. Oh, Nick got um, Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, Nick got got Nick quite got badly yeah. in that one. Really but that was, uh, Not this, Nick. I mean, I, I will, I will obviously get really done because I'm an absolute pussy, but... Okay, I look forward to doing that tonight then. You'll, you'll, you'll yeah. enjoy that one. I mean, joy is a funny word because normally enjoyment means... You've enjoyed it, rather oh, yeah. than you've yeah. been like, scared to the point of almost shitting yourself. We've got two branches of houses this Pardon year. the pun. Pardon the pun. <laughs> uh, we've got the scary, yeah. the poop your pants, poop, yeah. poop emoji your pants, and we've got the authentic, the sort of the fan side. We've got the Ghostbusters and Stranger Things. On um, People are going to walk into the house, love the set, so they're going to love seeing the characters for the first time. And there's another house at like Graveyard Games. You're going to walk into that house with your hands over your eyes because at every single angle, you've got someone jumping out on you. And I think that's a good variation. There's nothing too fan-based. There's nothing too horror-based. But if you want to go one side or the other, the options are there. So it's good to see that the, the houses are a bit more uh, fan-based in some sides and horror-based the others. I was, I've, got, I've got to say, like, I was really impressed with the facade for Graveyard Games. As soon as I walked in there, I was like, wow. Yeah. You can see they've really put, well, of course they, they do generally anyway, but it felt like he was walking in the graveyard. Like yeah. It really yeah. did feel It did. Authentic. It smelled like it. Yeah. They had soil scents. As, at the last part of the house, you walk through the graves like you're underground, and it smelled like compost and dirt, and it was, it's immediate. I love the way that Universal puts it. smelled smells. like Craig. It smelled like shit. <laughs> but, Again, it smelled like Craig. But the, the way Universal put all their senses to it, like you can go through some houses like Krampus from a few years ago you walk through the gingerbread house it smelled of gingerbread and you pick it out and it's so it puts you really in a good scene of it I mean I can't remember what the smell was described as but when I come to do um, 
Roanoke for American Horror Stories. Yeah. I've got no idea what that smell was. All I know was it was horrible. Oh. Really horrible. Uh, but yeah, the idea is that it puts you into that. It does. Yeah. The, the one smell, apart from the E.T. forest that they have to jar and sell, is Halloween Horror Nights fog. Uh, we had that going into, it was Graveyard Games, and it was all this fog pumped in our faces before we walked in the house. Yeah. It smelled amazing. Yeah. It was so nostalgic, just, uh, like having all that smell put into you. Because uh, I don't think there's many other parks that do that sort of thing, where they, they put all uh, five senses to maximum. No, I mean, the thing is, like, uh, I've seen, especially this year, a lot of people say, um, not not it's dumbed down, but, you know, it's not scary as previous years, and they're trying to pander too much to the masses. For the families. Yeah, and all that. And I don't care, like, people still get scared. But more impressively is the fact that, you know, I walked through Ghostbusters, I was walking through the sets. Yes. That is a thing, and that is what they do better than any other company that, that tries to do a Halloween event, or any event like this. They cannot match the, the, the attention to detail for me. M months and months of building, years of planning. Absolutely. Yeah, they don't make a job, so. Yeah. But thank you so much. You've been listening for a long time. It's an absolute pleasure to meet no, you. No, it's been a pleasure to listen. And I can't wait to go for a house so you can actually see how scared Craig gets in real yes, life. Uh, from, from what I hear, jumping through walls and crying on the floor. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He I didn't last wait. night, no? but, well, I mean, he didn't jump through a wall last night. That's not to say he didn't jump a lot and almost cry a lot. So, yeah, you've got a lot to look forward to this weekend. Well, I'll see you in the fog. Excellent. Thank you very much. P-dubs. Hello. Just recorded the intro for the next episode. Okay. Episode 100. So, we've only been here a few hours. Yeah. Uh, the meetup's been quite incredible, isn't it? Yeah, really I mean, has. Ridiculous. Yeah. People uh, just come in all afternoon. It was like... Just, just, just madness. Yeah, people we didn't know were going to be here and, and things like that. It's yeah. just... Just absolute madness. Craig's going to the loo with, with Daniel. Oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> um, but other than how amazing the turnout is, uh, you know, your initial thoughts on Halloween Horror Nights? I really enjoyed last night. It's, it's my first experience of it here in Orlando, so... And how did it compare to, to Hollywood? I think Hollywood kind of rely a little bit more on the fact that they've got like proper actors, like out, out of work jobbing actors. Whereas this, I think it's people that are really enthusiastic about the about what they're doing, that they want to be there. It's not just a job for people. They actually come out and and really um, enjoy what they're doing. Uh, so it is. It's it's very different, and I think. Here as well, they put a lot, a lot of emphasis on things that they've created rather than relying on that IP. Yes, the IP's there, but we've also got the stuff that they've created themselves. So it's a very different animal here in, in Orlando. We've got, well, the rest of the weekend to yeah. go for everything else. Exactly. So, so we've only done a done a couple of houses so a far. A smidgen. A smidgen. A smidgen. Absolutely. So like Luke was so, I mean, that that's not going to be good podcast content because no. somebody was talking to me silently no that's not yeah. going to help anyone is just it just miming yes yes so. I'm going to go and speak to Simon and Julie now that's almost the end oh actually Phil Gard's here as well sitting sitting enjoying himself so Phil you've been sick you're still sick you've come out anyway thank you um, have you enjoyed Halloween Horror Nights I've enjoyed it um, truthfully I don't think it's as good as last year's ba -ba -ba. <laughs> But I think that's more down to their holding back for next year. 
well, you know, don't put too much into this year because next year I think they're going to blow the whole budget on it. Right. So, um, yeah, but it's still a good event. I don't think the scare zones have been great. I'm, I've got a very funny thing with the, the scare zones. I mean, we went through them at night last night, so they weren't dark. But I, I don't feel that scared going through them. You know, some good detail in there, but I mean, they just feel like just a transition to something more important. Yeah, it's just, yeah, not many props either, I thought, this year. They seem, apart from Rob Zombie, what has been done, and that's definitely more of an adult one. I wonder if it's because the scare zones were kind of, and I don't know, but, you know, if they were kind of like agreed last minute, didn't have a lot of time, that would excuse them a little bit. But I, I agree, it does feel a little bit lacking. Years. Maybe it's also down to they've become more photo ops these days than scares, so they probably thought it's not point putting loads out because people are just going to be stopping the scare actors. Um, houses, I've ha I, had, I do have a bottom one, but I don't want to spoil it for everyone. All right, depths of fear. Just, I've been through it four times. There's a few people that feel that way that I know of, and a few that like quite have it quite high up. Yeah. I think it really divides people that house more than most do. Yeah, um, I think it's, it looks fake to me. The, the monsters look fake. They don't look very good at all. Are they quite Doctor Who like? Yes, that's the best way. <laughs> you can smell the plastic. Right, okay, <laughs> okay. Yeah. fair enough. But thank um, you for turning up. It's much appreciated. How are we doing, buddy? Simon, Julie. Hello. I'm going to try and talk to you both at the same time. Okay, then. We're going to be closer. We're going to be closer. This is what married couples should do. I mean, we don't. Well, uh, 18 years unmarried. You're not married? No. no. I did not realise that. 16 years engaged, I've, 18 years together. I've got to be honest, I've never looked at the ring fingers. Yeah. It's just a habit I don't do. But um, <laughs> when you, you've been here for a couple of weeks now. Yes, we have. How have you enjoyed this year's event compared to you know, more recent years? Halloween uh, Yeah, Halloween Yeah, not a meet-up. <laughs> oh, oh, OK. Um, it's, it's good. It's, it's one of the better ones of the last ten years. Okay. We've been going since 2008. 2008, yeah, so, it's our first one. Yeah. Excellent. This is getting. This is. Uh, I say on par with one of the best ones. 25 still is the yeah, pinnacle. Yeah, with Jack. Yeah. So yeah. when. So so what's been your favourite house? Uh, for me, yeah. it's 100% Universal Monsters. Universal Monsters, what about yourself, Jenny? I like Ghostbusters and Universal Monsters. <laughs> and I like Big Butts, but I cannot lie. We'll let you away with that. Nah, it's awful. <laughs> it's absolutely, if, you know what, if I could be bothered to edit it, I would edit it, yeah, but I no. really can't be bothered to edit yeah. it. But thank you very much, no, and I can't wait to do some houses together as well. And finally, the last people I'm going to speak to today, oh, that's, that's not a shot. Oh, is that, your, is that from I your beer know. flight? I don't know what it is. No, she said she's going to make me up a drink and let me try it. So what do you think it is? It's like a mix of beer and uh, spirit of some sort. I mean, it strong. looks a little bit like Vimto. It's a chocolate stout with a raspberry oh. cider. Oh. a big smile. Oh, there's me, there's me nose. <laughs> I mean, this is awful podcast content because <laughs> no one's listening. Like, this, you're just taking... Oh, you're recording a podcast now, Nobend. <laughs> I mean, we're recording one the last 29 minutes. We're doing, a, we're doing a photo. Uh, oh yeah, got that as well. Um, right, before we do that, thank you both for coming. Um, I mean, I, you know, I'm not sure if you got forced to come along today or not, um, but you know, it's fine. 
No, I that's, mean, that's kind of it's the, been good though. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. But thank you so much for both coming. Um, yeah, it, it's kind of like just me and Amanda were talking outside. It's just kind of like blown our minds that people wanted to hang out with us. So thank you. It's a good turnout, isn't it? It's yes. Really oh, I said more than we expected. Daunting, if anything, actually. But um, how have you enjoyed Halloween Horror Nights this year? Brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. It's brilliant so far. It's, tonight's our third night, third and last night. I was a bit worried. Uh, I thought it would be busier, obviously, with the uh, you can pay to stay in the scheme early. Uh, it's not been the case. It's, uh, it's, it's not changed for years, but uh, brilliant houses this year. Not done Ghostbusters yet. I'm looking to hold that one out to last oh, night. Oh, come on. We'll do it tonight. And I've not done Universal Monsters yet. No. Uh, so that's, that's the main two. I, I guess a lot of people. First main two tonight. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people's top two. So uh, I think we've made the left the best for last, as they say. Yeah. But yeah, uh, houses so far. I can't fault them. I, I think I mean, it's the, the, the Halloween Horror Nights houses is all to do with your if you get the jump scares or not, you know? Yeah. And uh, there's been a few houses that you might not expect. So Nightingale's was absolutely fantastic. Okay. So yeah. I think it might be the bottom of people's list, but for me, I got every jump scare. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And it was excellent. Absolutely, and it was just, it was awesome. It was probably the best house so far. Yeah, and that I would is, agree, yeah. And we've done six houses, so for that to be top of our six is probably quite controversial for some people, but I think that's oh, really the best house so far. So what would you, what would you, like, how many Halloween Horror Nights have you been to before? Through, this is my third. Your third. Yeah. And your, my second. Your second. Yeah. How does this compare to the previous Halloween Horror Nights you've, you've both been to? I would say it's a lot better than last year. Um, I don't know why. I don't know because... I, don't know I think the, it's better houses this year, I guess. I mean, but the I themes was, were better. The themes you could sort of, I don't know... Not relate to more, but I I knew more about them. You knew more about movies, yes. Like you obviously seen yeah. the movies before. Yeah. But I was at twenty three, which was the uh, the whole theme was Walking Dead. Um, which was Sorry, actually for those listeners, I I rocked. But you can't make that out on a podcast. <laughs> which was actually quite good because back in twenty thirteen, I guess. Walking Dead was a, a huge thing. Oh, it was the, the biggest show on yeah. planet. So yeah. I absolutely loved it at that point. So for the whole event to be themed to Walking Dead and for it to be my first having her experience was awesome. Yeah. Absolutely loved it. But that compared to this year is completely different. You know, where you've got the separate scare zones, the houses are different. Yeah, I think overall probably prefer this year. Obviously you've got the big IPs, Ghostbusters, yet to do Stranger Things amazing as usual. I wish it was more season three, but it was still awesome. That's see that's what I'm now finding out that it's more season two than season three, yeah. it's put me off a little bit because... No, it's so brilliant. It's so really, yeah, really I mean, good. I think it's just that, for me, season two wasn't particularly great. No, I know, season I three was Agreed. such was a step amazing. up. Yeah. So The last room, which is season three themed, was worth a wait. Honestly, yeah. I think it's probably a teaser for next year. I suspect next year will be season three. I'll tell you what, a, a really nice touch, but away from Halloween Horror Nights, is the tribute store. And when you yeah. go into the Stranger Things bit, and it's like the upside down, and you've got like the yeah, the yeah, plates. Yeah. 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 So yeah, almost feels like you're in that Yeah, very really, cool. really clever. We we'll definitely go back in there tonight at some point. I did ask. I did ask you to introduce yourselves. So I'm Daniel. Yeah. Juliet. And thank you so much for spending some time with us well, today. It's been it. amazing. Thank you for organising. No, no, really and cool. um, yeah, we'll hopefully do some houses tonight as well. Sure. See Craig scream like a girl. Everyone should be everyone's highlight of their trip. Yeah, see someone that big cry so much. Fantastic. Um, but thank you very much uh, for speaking to us. And I think that's it for now. So, oh, group photo. Very nice. So I will end the podcast record there. But thank you. 
Um, and then we'll go back into uh, the rest of the episode later on. So uh, see you on the flippity flop. So that was some audio from the meetup that we did to celebrate our 100th episode and the fact that we were in Universal. And this is a Universal podcast. It kind of makes sense, right? Um, but guys, we're now, this part of the show, this part of the episode, we are recording back in England. It's about a week, almost a week from when we were actually traveling back from Orlando. And here we are. Um, Craig, first of all, I'll go to you. Your thoughts on the meetup, because that's what we've just listened to. The meetup absolutely blew me away. Um, my observation, well, the build up to it, I was extremely uh, stressed out and agitated. I was not looking forward to it. I was really, really apprehensive about going because I might be able to act like a clown, but when you tell me to act like a clown, I just can't act like a clown. I've got to just improvise. So I was really worried. So Stuart helped me out with, um, it was at least a treble, treble uh, vodka in the room, which a helped me something from Star Trek, right? A treble, yeah. yeah. Something you stick in your anus when you're asleep. Um, so that sort of got me a little bit oiled. I think we'd had a, a vodka and coke as well. So I was happy. Um, but walking in and seeing, right, obviously you've got the, the mainstays of the podcast listener group. So you've got uh, Simon, you've got Phil the Carpenter, you've got Phil Guards who come a bit later. Um, who else was there initially? Um, Daniel was there initially. Daniel was there initially, yeah. Daniel Livingston and yep. his beautiful uh, lady wife um, who kept trying to get off with me. Um, Pretty sure she didn't, but never mind. I'm fairly certain she did. Carly so, was there quite early as well. Okay, yeah. And Amelia. So, yeah, but again, um, I wasn't expecting them. I didn't no. no disrespect to the girls. I didn't know who they were. Um, and then when more people started turning up, it's sort of, whoa, I felt a bit sick. I threw up a little bit inside. And then um, I watched uh, Nick just walk out. And put, How many and, times? Uh, well, I seen him walk out once. And, uh, and then Paul just stayed at his pint for an hour and a half. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck am I doing here? And um, I just I just had to get on with it and uh, get the drinks going and get mingling. And I have to say, it was a beautiful experience in the end. Yeah, I mean, it was... Like, had I, I started stressing on the way, didn't I, Paul? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you were panicking about what we were doing and who was going to be there. And well, first of all, like let's play Amanda for this. Did, right. I, did I go with you? Yeah, we all went on the bus. Yes, did we? Yeah, we recorded a little bit. Then. We recorded the we recorded the we recorded a little bit of it on the uh, Halloween Horror Nights Adventures podcast feed. You put a little episode oh, right. out, and 
Um, yeah, well, blame Amanda because we spent ages trying to work out where we was going to host this because Orlando has this funny thing where bars don't open until like four o'clock in the afternoon. So we were very limited on where we could go. And one of the options that I threw out there was the uh, the bar at the Aventura. To uh, be fair, all, though, to be fair, you threw that out about four. No, 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 no. So we had two. We had two bars at the Aventura. The one no, on the roof no, and the one no, in the no, no. pool. We had the one in the pool and the one up on the top of the building. And when we were discussing where we were going to host this, like about two months ago, three months ago, I that was one of the options that I shouted out. Well, actually, actually both bars were. And the rooftop bar was uh, only open for four o'clock. And Didn't it, was, was, I was that told, them who wanted for a couple of thousand dollars to open something? Yeah, three, $3,000 to open an hour early. And we said, well, we're not UUOP. We can't afford that sort of <laughs> We money. don't have that budget. Um, and I suggested the pool bar, and I was told the pool bar was way too small. And actually, the pool bar was absolutely perfect. But we did only figure that out 40 minutes before the meetup was due to start. I, and to, I, be, to be fair, we'd only been there for 12 hours at that point. I yeah. had suggested it before we chose the NBC Sports Bar and Grill, and I was shot down being told it was too small. That's I, I didn't I shoot you down. I didn't, I, didn't say you, you I, I didn't say you, I said, I've already said I'm going to blame Boston. She was the one that shot it down. So we should have had it, um, I mean, in the end, the NBC, you know, worked just about, but it wasn't as, uh, it, it didn't work as well as it could have done because we had to go across two tables and then, you, you know, what we had to do was try and make sure that we got to spend time with people. And there were people that turned up who I didn't get to speak to because I didn't get time to kind of go around the table before they had to go to the outside. Yeah. And so, you know, it would have been better had we gone to the pool bar, but we didn't, and it was fine. But we didn't really know, and me and Craig had been talking in the lead up to this, how many people we were expecting. We knew roughly how many people we were expecting, but then we got more people than we had planned for, and that's when I got stressed out. I got stressed out going and even more stressed out when more people turned up than to be expected. So it was, but as Craig said, I, you know, it was a pleasurable experience, especially when we started drinking. Um, speaking of drink, P-dubs, your thoughts on it? Uh, I was the opposite to Craig. I was all right until we got there. And uh, people started turning up and then more people and then more people. And I kind of, I went into shutdown mode for a little while. Um, yeah, you until did. Every, until everybody had settled. And then I kind of felt like I could, I could go around and talk to people at that point. Um, and yeah, it was, it was weird that people were turning up that hadn't even realised we were doing it. That was amazing. We, we, yeah, until we started posting saying, oh, oh we're here, it's, it's going on. And Brian, I think it was. Um, didn't know we were going to be there and he, he came along and, and saw us and then we bumped into him again um, later on in the weekend um, but yeah it was it was a kind of out of body experience for a little while um, that people had actually turned up to come and see us and, and for those of you that seen the, the photo that we posted, the group photo that wasn't everybody um, some people had already left at that point so, so yeah really, really intriguing experience 
for some of it, and then they're much better. And it, it was great to speak to some of the people as well that that are on the network as well with us. Like I obviously I hadn't met Simon, I hadn't met Phil, um, so it was great to sit and, and chat with them um, for a little while. And then some of the other guys that maybe we don't talk to as as often. Um, it was great to chat with them as well. Yeah, I, I, the whole thing was the whole thing was just amazing. I said like, the, the turnout was just better than we expected, and yeah, it did make me very nervous. And not because like anyone was rude really or horrible it? or anything like that. It was just the amount of people and new people that I I hadn't really met before. In is person. is this the time where you walked back in, or is this? Am I getting this all mixed up in the drunken slumbers? That you walked back in with your headphones in. Uh, um, I mean, it's it's very possible. I, I and I said, "What the fuck are you doing with your headphones in?" And you said, "It's my coping mechanism." I might well have done because I, I, I don't. There's mean no music to. on. There's no music on. That's yeah. what I kept saying. Actually, I don't think it was. I don't think it was. Um, I think I had them in the whole time. Like I think I had them in when, when we got on the bus. I think I, ha- I put them in on the way on, when we was going on the bus, but I wasn't listening to anything. I very you're, often you're the only fella who's got tan lines down the side of his chin. <laughs> Even today, right? I had to go and pick my daughter up from school, and I was walking back with two of the mums, and yeah, you were. We were talking away, and I realised about ten minutes in that I had my earphones in, and I said, "Like, I'm really sorry." I said, I'm not actually listening to anything. Like, we've been talking, but I said, like, I'm not actually listening to anything, but I have these in, and I do it quite often. And I apologise. Because I, I know it looks rude, but it's not intended to be. Um, but, no, I mean, it, it was great. And we, we, we said, like, you've obviously played out the audio now for that. Um, and I'm just... I just appreciate everybody that made the effort to come along. And, I mean, there were people that you know, weren't able to be there that wants to be there. And, you know, it, it was the, the fact you wants to be there and couldn't make it was incredible. So, you know, special thanks to those that did come and, you know, thanks to those that wanted to and just couldn't make it. Um, well, put it, put it this way, right? Because I, I was doing my annual thing on the run up to this podcast, this uh, weekend, I was going to retire from podcasting all over again, blah, 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 yawn, change the record, bell end. But because of the meetup and because of what people were saying to me, we've now restructured how we're going to do our podcasting and we're just going to limit it to a Monday night and whatnot. And that's because of the people who were in there saying the kind, wonderful things that they did. Yeah. Yeah. Joe Mean. Absolutely. Yeah. Joe Mean. Uh, please don't ever say that again. Um, Jolene, Jolene. I'm not even thinking. I'm on the apple juice. Oh, it's even apple worse. and blackcurrant. It's even worse. Um, but yeah, it, it, it was just incredible. And so thank you for all of you. I hope you like the audio that recorded as well. Um, while we were there, it, I was recording. The plan was I'd, I'd gone out and bought a, a digital recorder that I was going to record it all on and some extra microphones. And unfortunately, because of where we were, it was just so loud with the background noise. It just, it just wasn't working. So I kind of went around to everybody that I could and got them to speak on the podcast. So thank you um, for giving me the time. There were a couple of people that were like, mm-hmm. as I was walking up to them, like, you know, I don't, I don't want to be recorded. So it's, that was fine. But um, 
yeah, it was it was just excellent. But I wanted to use the rest of this episode to talk about our actual weekend there. Um, I mean, I know it's slightly longer than that because we we got there on the Thursday night, um, but I'm still going to call it a weekend, just a long weekend. So, so I'll start again with Craig. We obviously did this before, um, and you, and you've done this with Stuart before that. Um, so you know you've kind of done this a few times now this is what like the fourth time that you've done this kind of thing yeah it was my fourth time um and it was the biggest uh yeah. time because obviously there was me Stuart, rebecca and faye and then there was the podcast boys and my main concern was getting pulled in a tug of war um between Stuart and yourselves and and whatnot and now, all I you... can say is, well, no, I was gonna say, did you just say like podcast boys as opposed to like the podcast team because we only saw Amanda for two hours the entire weekend? Or, yeah, it was for me, right? I, I'm not, I'm not gonna diss Amanda or nothing, but it was not, it was never about Amanda. Amanda was on her own two week holiday with her two week plans or three week holiday, whatever. I didn't envisage seeing much of Amanda anyway, so I'm not really that asked. It was more about you two, to be honest. Um, and, yeah, yeah, put your dick away. And it was... <laughs> I, it, it does stress you out when you're in a situation where you, where every action you do might be upsetting somebody else. So if I went off with Stuart or whatever, but it genuinely... I didn't feel, I thought Stuart was brilliant. He went off and spent time with his daughter, which why wouldn't he? He's a father, do you know what I mean? Yep. I'd, I'd do exactly the same. Um, you boys, you were, ha- you were happy to just take yourselves off and do whatever you felt like. But then at the same time, we all come together as a foursome and very occasionally as a sixome. Um, and there was... There was nothing. There was no stress. You know, I've had... I didn't have any stress whatsoever, Nicholas, when I went with you. Apart from seeing you naked, that stressed me out a bit. You're such um, a lucky You were so excited when you saw that. Well, I've never seen a mushroom like that before. Um, but I, I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. When I went away with Stuart the two times, um, there were moments of, of anxiety and there were moments of stress. Um, just because of the, our history with Orlando and and, and whatnot, um, family holidays that never happened and stuff. So there was a little bit of, you know, people are tired, people overreact to things. But this, this trip was uh, as close to perfect as you can have, really, I thought. No, I, I, I agree. Um... You know, we again, me and Craig speak quite a lot outside of the podcast, and we both had a bit of anxiety. I think more because, as you said, Craig, there, the last time we did it, it was a two of us. You've done it with Stuart before. So, again, it's just been the two of you that have done it. And this time, although we weren't all sharing the same room, it, it was kind of like we'll be doing a lot of stuff as a foursome. And how's that dynamic going to work? And I will have to now, I was going to stay on Craig, but I'm going to have to go over now to my roommate, Mr. P-Dubs. 
because yeah. you did have to share a room with me and yeah. that meant that we had to spend more time together than you did with anyone else um and, and we we previously stayed together when we, we did the run disney last year so it yeah. wasn't the first time that we'd done this but you know we was in a different country we were thousands of miles away um from everybody at home you know, how was your experience of the weekend I had a I had a great time as as you both pointed out. We we just did our own thing when we had to. We we did our own thing. Uh, there was occasions when all of us were split up. Mm. That we were all in in different places. Like after the meetup, you went for for dinner with with Amanda and Mr. Day. Um, I went back to the room and and Craig went off to to find Stuart. And there was just times. Especially on that Friday, I think we were all a little bit frazzled by the end of that point. And I think we all kind of just went, do you know what? We're just going to do what we want for the next couple of hours. And I know, I know Craig got frazzled that night because we missed Stone Scream as well, which I think was all, all part of what had, had come before. I think we'd, we'd all got worked up about the meet-up and, and things like that. And it was just one of those things. And, and that happened. But overall, I think... I think we all had a, a great time, whether we were all together or whether we were off doing other stuff. Like the, the Saturday night, I went off to, to the park before anybody else was ready. Nick, you were still asleep when yep. I left. Uh, and Craig and Stuart, you, you were having, I think you were having your dinner and having a beer before you came out. I just went off and took, took a few photos and then, then met you in the park afterwards and, and got soaked in the process. Oh, yeah, uh, you did, yeah. That was, that was very true, actually. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we we took our time with with what we wanted to do. We were most of the time we were all in the parks early. Um, got in there for that that extra extra time in the parks and and enjoyed that time. And then we'd go off and do do things that we wanted. Obviously, me and Nick we went to to Disney for for half a day, which you can and hear it, about on the next episode of Diz After Dark. By the way, we're not going to talk about it here. Yeah. And that, no. uh, what what I will say is that Sunday morning was probably, uh, without upsetting everyone, my favourite time because Stuart and the girls had gone off to try and ride Hagrid's. You two had gone off to try and ride, uh, to go to Star Wars. So I was in Universal on my own. And Stuart come in and rode Gringotts with me and then went off to the girls. And I just had the entire park to myself. And I did the entire park. The only thing I missed off was Rip Ride Rocket and the Hail and Twirl. And I did every other ride by 10 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it's, which is very possible to do uh, at that time of year. I've, I've discovered on our two trips there at that time. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Sunday night, you went to, to go home early. I wanted to hang about a little bit. And I had about an hour and a half in the, uh, at Halloween Horror Nights by myself. And it was nice. And I think, I think the reason why you can say that without kind of offending is that I had a great time with everyone. But I also enjoy like, having time by myself. That's how I am every day. You know, I will go out every day for a long walk and hopefully by myself. Sometimes I'll have to walk the dog. Um, but sometimes I'll just be able to go out on a nice walk by myself, all alone, and I, I'm, I love that time. I appreciate that time. Um, and I think everyone 
can enjoy it, especially especially being there. There's so much you can do without, um, you know, other people. And also, you know, there are rides that Craig will want to do that I don't enjoy as much as he does. So you could have spent, I, mean, I know you didn't, but you could have gone on Jimmy Fallon like 12 times Sunday morning if you wanted to. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. You know? What What still sticks in me, me claw is um, that night uh, me, Stuart and Paul missed staying scream because mm-hmm. we were on the boat in plenty of time and we had the campest boat driver, captain, pilot ever. I'm pretty and sure. I'm pretty he sure. Parked, he parked the boat up to make us serenade him with a rendition of YMCA. And we all had to dance on the boat, singing YMCA, doing all the actions. And then when we got to the gate, it was four minutes past five. And yep. they wouldn't let us in. That that driver, I'm pretty sure uh, it's that driver that um, that Florida guy uh, said deserves a raise. He deserves. of how funny he is. He's a bell end because he can do that. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Who? Both of them. <laughs> but he's he's a bell end because he can do all the fucking YMCA in any time of day. But mm. when it is like quarter to five and people are going to stay and scream and he decides to pull a stunt like that, he's a gobshite. Yeah. So there you go. No, I agree. I think at that time of day with that going on, uh, people should, you know, they should be more conscious of that because, as you say, because of him, you know, doing going a slower way or doing it slower than he would normally do it, that stops you getting to stay and scream. And I don't think that's fair. And I don't think, I know there's rules and everything like that, but I think when it's caused not by your circumstance, I, I think there should be a, bit, a little bit of, and the, of leeway. I mean, the thing is, right, um, we went to guest services and I asked and I pleaded and I said, that, you know, we've flown in for the weekend. One of your employees has pulled a stunt like this and we've missed the staying screen. We're awfully yeah. sorry, sir. There's nothing we can do. And I said, there is something you can do. You can let us in the office and you can put us out the back and we can just go into staying screen and no one needs to know. There's three of us. Three of us have missed it because of your work, colleague, mm. and none of them were interested. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, you know, let's, let's not, it wasn't perfect, right? There, there were things the whole weekend that would have, like, annoyed us. But I think, overall, it was a bloody good time. Um, now, now, me and P-Dubs, we got there about three hours, I think, after Craig had got there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something like that. So we didn't get into the park on the Thursday night until about eight o'clock, I think. Yeah. And you'd already done a, a couple of houses. So, Craig, what was your what was your first night like at Halloween Horrorlands? It was strange um, because we were in suspended animation waiting for you boys to turn up, but we were like, "What? We're also here." But then I was like, "Do you know what? They won't give a shit. Let's just go and do it." Um, the first house of the whole trip was um, Killer Clowns. And it was, I think I only did that house twice in the end, maybe three times. Or did we do it with Hughes when Hughes got there? I no, we, we didn't. 
do it until Saturday. Yeah, it was a strange house. Um, Fantastically themed and all that, but I I'll be honest with you, I can't remember much about the first night. Did were we? Uh, we were drinking in the Simpsons when you turned up. In in yeah, yeah, you were. Yeah, I think that was a, a bit of tiredness. It was obviously starting to kick in then because oh, it was really like she was. You were sat in the booth, weren't you? Most in the booth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And was that? I mean, that was the night that I I bumped into Todd. Uh, hello, yeah. Todd. By the way, and, we love and you, Amber. Todd. Um, and I think did you meet him the next night? We met him Saturday when Saturday. we couldn't get into Stone Screen. Oh, okay. Oh, no, that was the Friday, wasn't it? Yeah, it would have been Friday. Yeah, sorry, I'm getting confused with all the days now. And well, we were in, we were in um, a little Harry Potter, and this hunk of a man walked past us, and it was uh, Todd's uh, other half. He was immaculate, and I just, my heart skipped a beat, and then. <laughs> We ran into each other's arms, we spun each other around and we nuzzled each other's necks and the rest is history. And you heard uh, Loving You by Minnie Ripperton. Um, yeah, Todd, Todd was lovely. I mean, the one thing, like I kind of said it earlier, but everybody we interacted with was lovely. Like I, I couldn't I couldn't possibly ask for nicer listeners. <laughs> like, everybody was just so nice and polite and it's a breath of fresh air from some of the people that you meet in this kind of community. There are some absolutely lovely people that do vlogs, podcasts, everything. Um, but equally, there are some people with ridiculous egos, terrible attitudes, um, just not particularly nice people to be around. And every person that interacted with us over the weekend was lovely. And I only hope that our interactions with you were as pleasant. I tried really hard. I apologise before we did it. Um, I tried really hard, but it was it was just lovely. Um, just really, um, yeah, in, impressed by everyone, so thank you. Um, how many houses did you get done on the first night? Oh, fucking hell, Nick. I can't remember. Maybe four. Okay. I think we de- I think we definitely did some with Jews. Um Yeah, we did two. Yeah, yeah did so you not- maybe we did the monsters, Universal Monsters twice. Once with you and once without. Okay. Um I do have a look. It's very graveyard to- games. Yeah, we did graveyard yeah. that was the only house I did that night was graveyard games. Yeah. Um yeah, I think and we, oh, we did. And we did the Lagoon show as well, didn't we? Yes. We did Ghostbusters as well. Yes. Yes, we did Ghostbusters on the way out. Yeah. Yeah. And the Lagoon show it was the only time I got to see you. Um, again, just through circumstance. I do have regrets on this trip. Little regrets, not major regrets, well, but we'll little talk, things like I only seen. Go on, carry on. We'll, we'll talk about that towards the end because I think I've I've come to the crux of why that happened. But um, <clears throat> but yeah, the first night was short um, because we got there late and we was purely running on adrenaline, so you know we didn't all get to do as much as we wanted to. Um, 
but the Friday, that was when it really kind of kicked up, right? Yeah. Uh, and Friday was um, the day that I got to ride rip ride Rocket at long last. <clears throat> I did. Yeah. I did ride it. You were blacked uh, out for it, but you I still rode it. I don't think I would ever choose to go on it again. I don't think it's a very pleasant ride. And nor do I think it's that good to, to make only... up for it. The lift hill is is Rip Ride Rocket. Everything else is um, just run of the mill. Yes. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I um, felt better coming off that than I did Hulk. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. That's interesting. Um, I think Hulk's a better ride, and I'm not a big fan of Hulk either. Like, I just, I, just, I find Hulk overrated. I don't, like, the, the ride itself is fine. It wasn't as bad as I expected it to be, but I just, find it a bit overrated very top heavy that coaster like all the frills are in the first minute and everything else is boring pretty much uh, but it made for some good we didn't buy the video because i think the, like it wasn't like the video like 35 dollars or something stupid yeah. it's quite expensive for what it was um but we got to see you know you, you get to watch it before you buy it kind of thing and it was quite funny watch us back on that and where was the owl fella from who was talking to us Birmingham. Birmingham. Oh yeah. yeah. I forgot about him. Yeah. Um and we got we got the majority of rides done, didn't we? I think the only things we didn't do that day were uh Shrek, Simpsons. Minions. We didn't do the Simpsons. Yeah, Shrek Mini and Simpsons. We did Hale and Twale. Did we do it that day? Yeah. yeah. Okay. We oh, yes, we did. yes, yes, yes. Yeah, after Yeah, we did. We did Gringotts first, Men in Black, then Twelve and Hell. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that 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 was, I think, the only rides we didn't do. Um, we got everything else done that day. Then we went back to the hotel. Quick change. Then we went back for the meetup, and then I managed to get into stay on the screen with uh, Boston, Luke, Ashton, and Mister D, and his lovely wife. And daughter, who uh, it was the first. Well, I say it's the first one I met them. That's that's a lie because I actually met them in the airport the day before, um, just very briefly. But um, you know, we we met at the meetup, uh, had lunch together, and then did stone screen. Where did you eat? Uh, we ate at Mythos. So this was another thing that I said that I would like to do this trip, and I managed to do. Um, it was a much more pleasurable experience than Rick Road Rocket, which was another thing that I hadn't done before. Um, looking back on Mythos, the food was good, really good, uh, especially kind of like for theme park food. And the restaurant itself is a proper restaurant. I know it sounds silly, but it was Disney level sit down dining is how I describe it. You know, it, it was done well. Um, I think it was overpriced, if I'm honest. I'm sure See, everyone always said- says it's really good value. Yeah, no, Amanda says that, and Amanda, I'm sure, and I'll, I'll have to go back and try and listen, but I'm sure Amanda was like, oh, yeah, like, entrees are only about um, $14, $15. Um, and she always does the same thing, which is what I had, which was the pad thai, prawn pad thai. And it was $21. And for $21, I thought it was a bit lacking. 
Well, me and Stuart had the same thing, but we ate in, oh, what was the other place on the corner in Ireland? As you, as you walk in. Oh, Disco Confisco. Grill. Yeah, yeah. Disco Grill. We had the same in there, and it was $21 in there, and I really enjoyed it. Oh, no, I'm not saying it wasn't nice. It was nice, but I just felt for $21, it wasn't, um, it wasn't a huge amount of food. Like, for, for a place that's known, you know, American general is known for quite large portions, if I'm play, uh, paying over $20 for something, I'm expecting it to be quite sizable. Um, it was just a, you know, small to medium portion of food. But I, I can't complain about it in terms of the quality of it or the taste of it. It was it was very nice. Um, but yeah, I can see why people go on about Mythos. But I I think when you're there for a weekend, you want stuff a bit quicker. Um, they tried to rush us through so we could get to do stay and screen. Um, so we were kind of uh, fed through quite quickly. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I can see why people like Mythos. And I, I I might go back. It would depend on how long I'm there for and, and how much time I've got to, to play about with. But yeah, it, it was it was nice. That, that's it. Like, I can't say like the, the rave reviews and madnesses about it are necessarily just... No, she talks. Funny. She chats shit, Amanda. You chat, <laughs> chatting shit, girl. Can't believe hundred episode the... and we're doing this. Have you still got your badges, by the way, love? Yeah, because no one else did. Yeah. <laughs> she did. I have got her recorded earlier in this episode saying that she will post them out to everybody. Post so, them out to everyone. She said. Yeah. So we'll see about that. Um. What else? So, uh, Friday. So, yeah. So, unfortunately, that's when you had the drama, and that's when I got in to do Stay and Scream. And uh, the first house we hit was the House of a Thousand Corpses. And I didn't like the film, as you know, and I thought the house was very well done, but I wasn't really a fan of the house. They did a good job with it, but uh, yeah, I, I didn't really enjoy it that much. I can't remember what Mr. D said, but the, the audio, some of the audio will be coming out on this feed in another episode, and some of it, well, all of it will be going out on the Halloween Horror Nights Adventure. So if you don't subscribe to that, go over and subscribe to that, because that's where a lot of the park audio that we've done will be going out. So there's a tip for you. I really like this. I need to say that. Well, do you know what, right? Um, without going through every house individually, I genuinely liked that we will. every house. <laughs> um, I've, I've got very, very strange mixed feelings about this year's event, I'll be honest with you. Mm. I, mean, I would say this is probably the worst Halloween Horror Nights I've been to. Yeah, I mean, you're wrong, but that's fine. No, no, uh, in respect of scares, like, let, let, let's, every single house was exquisitely produced. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. And the scare actors on the whole 
did a good job. However, we seemed to hit a lot of houses where there was cast changes. Mm-hmm. Or you could go, I think it was Friday night, maybe. I went through every single house and didn't get a single scare. Now, that's the that's flow and ebb of the house. I get that. It's all about timing. But on this this event as a whole, I would say, yes, I got scared, but I had a considerably less amount of scares. Yeah, I mean, I mean, for Friday, I think what you've got to remember is that you were already in a kind of um, worse mood than you would normally be because of the, the stand screen. So you weren't in the best of moods anyway, but I will also say that um, there was certainly, I, I, I agree in that I had less scares this time around than I did the last time that we went. Now that suits me better because like, there I wasn't guess, as many thank yous. There was nowhere near as many. I'm sorry to all of those that are going to listen to the, the audio from the houses. There, there are a few. Um, where I did get caught off guard. I, I, I think in my head as well, I tried to be a bit conscious of not saying that too much, but um, I, I would I would agree with Craig that there were less scares. <laughs> and I think, personally, that yeah, I agree with Craig about the car changes, and I, I think it doesn't... I, I don't know why, considering how quickly they can swap the cast out, they don't just stop you going in. Yeah, because there are, you know, you all you got to do is hold people back for like two minutes. It's not going to make that much difference to the queue, and that allows you to have a better chance of getting scares. And there are houses that we went through where I saw every single scare in front, like two or three people in front of me, and then there are other houses where I got a mix, but there was no house where I hit every one. The only time. I there were several it. houses where we went through several rooms and you didn't see a scare actor. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean the best the best one I think of the weekend was that run through that we did in um Universal Monsters where Craig got quite a few scares. He was, where you he sat was the down. perfect place. Yeah. <laughs> he oh. sat down. And ran you out say, of the house. You say sit down, I say um <laughs> fell down. Fell down da- fell down, yeah. Yeah, you fell down because you were scared. Um <laughs> I was protesting. I mean look, the the thing is, like I get so nervous going to Halloween Horror Nights because I don't considering that's what I'm I'm going there for, and that's the you know, that's the excuse to my wife to allow me to go. Um I get really nervous going to Halloween Horror Nights for the first night and normally the second night where I'm still trying to get my head around everything. Then once I've done the houses once or twice, um, I kind of know what to expect. And so I'm able to calm myself down before I go into a house. But that first night and the first time around a house um, is really, really awkward for me. I really have to push myself to go through them. Um, and this year, because of like what you said, Craig, about the scares, I didn't find it too bad. 
Now, P-Dubs, this was your first time there. Yeah. To Orlando. And you'd done you'd only done Hollywood once anyway. So twice. Twice, sorry. Yeah. So how did you find that the, the comparison in kind of scares? As I have said on, on some of the recordings we've done um over the weekend, that I felt that maybe the makeup wasn't quite as good in Orlando, but I felt like the actors wanted to be there and they were putting in more of an effort than they do in Hollywood. Hollywood feels like they're jobbing actors um, that are basically doing it because they can't get anything else in Hollywood at that, that point. Whereas Orlando, they really feel like they, they're involved. Um, and yeah, there was, there was some great scares. That first night, I didn't get, get scared in the, the first couple of houses. It wasn't until we left the last house that I got a scare. But that's me. I'm, hmm. I'm not particularly scared of certain things yet and I did get get some scares along the way over the weekend but until I got scared by that final slimer on the first night I hadn't had anything on yeah. my part until that made me jump out of the door <laughs> it is very <laughs> funny to watch say. Um, but then then I, I agree with with you and Craig that Friday was a bit of a bust mm. with some of the houses um, I think we certainly caught a lot of changes. Uh, some of the houses we did again, we certainly noticed that there was things missing while we were walking through. Certainly felt like Ghostbusters that night was a bit of a wet blanket compared to the previous night. Oh, the uh, Sunday night for Ghostbusters was awful. Yeah. In terms of that, there was so much missing. Yeah. Um, well, on the, I think it was the... Where did I, or was it the Sunday where me and Stuart did the stay and scream? It was, wasn't it? At the yeah. Ghostbusters house. And there was no girls in there. So Dana was missing and... Um, Janine. Zool. No, Janine was in there. Oh, okay, but Zool and, yeah. Oh, no, is... Janine wasn't. Janine wasn't. So the three, the three lead females were all missing. But the Ghostbusters were there where they were meant to be. That's um, weird. Yeah, but the three girls were missing, and it was bizarre. Yeah, I don't like that. Um, I mean, I went through um, uh, Blood Pit. I don't know if I went through it two or three times. I definitely went through it twice. I can't remember if I went through it a third time or not. But regardless, every time I hit that house, I never saw the line. The line was no, there. I didn't see it either. I but, only went through it once, but okay. But yeah, what the line was blacked out. The lion. Mm-hmm. Didn't know there was a lion in there. Well, there you go. That's the point. <laughs> the lion was was kind of above your head. Well, actually, it was probably in your eye line, Craig. Actually, thinking about your your size. Um, but it was a puppet. It's a puppet. A bit like the the terror dogs in Ghostbusters. Um, didn't see you. No, as I said, like when I went through it, every time I went through it, it was it was uh, blacked out. So um, it wasn't it wasn't working. Um, so that was annoying because a lot of people said that was quite a a cool feature in the house. But um, yeah, let, let's um, let's not talk about the the order we did them in or anything like because we all did them in, in slightly different. But let's go through. So we said um, we done House of a Thousand Corpses. Graveyard Games, I thought was a 
very, very good house. Definitely. Absolutely fantastic house. Um, leading up to it, I mean, I can't remember what our, our top 10 anticipated houses were now because uh, it feels so long ago that we were talking about it. But it was certainly a house that I wasn't that particularly bothered by in, in what they'd revealed about it leading up to it. But I thought the execution of it and the way that it they really made you feel like you were walking through a graveyard was so well done. Yeah, my top original. It, it also had a mile. It also had my favourite um, scare actor in it. At the entrance. No, he was very oh. good though. But no, the one that was crawling around on the floor. Absolutely. Oh him. God, yeah. <laughs> That was fantastic. And he was another one that I missed on, I think I only missed him on the last time I went in there. But certainly the the first two times that I did that house, he was there. And he was very, very good. Because you did, just you weren't expecting it. So it was a really effective scare. Um, and it had one of the, uh, for me, the most horrific rooms in it as well, which is that one with all the well, it's not a room, is it? It's in a graveyard, but um, that scene when all the children are standing there. Oh god, do you remember the little um black faced doll? Yeah, with the big bulbous eyes. Yeah. Oh, horrific. Yeah, that whole that whole scene was yeah. absolutely horrible. It really was. Um, but yeah, I I I I probably as we talk about them, I might change my mind, but it was certainly up there with the best uh, non-IP houses for me. Really, Definitely. really good stuff. Um, and and kind of next to that was Universal Monsters, which we know, Paul, was one that you was um, exceptionally looking forward to. Yeah, and it held up. I I did that house every night, as I did Graveyard Games. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was just just superb. Uh, the makeup, the, the the slight change in designs and a couple of the characters were were great. Um, the scare actors, especially the Bride of Frankenstein scare actors, I thought were fantastic. Um, and yeah, just uh, some ones that I wasn't expecting as well, like Phantom was in there, uh, the Hunchback was in there. I wasn't expecting to see those two. I definitely wasn't expecting to see um, the Hunchback. Yeah. That's true. And I didn't notice him the first time round. Okay. Because he was kind of in, in shadow. And then the, the second time round, I thought, that's the hunchback in there. That's that's different. So whether he wasn't in there on my first go round, I don't know. But um, definitely noticed him the second time round. And I missed the Wolfman, um, the, the one that jumps towards you. Yeah. On the first couple of run throughs that house. And that was, again, I mean, we saw that in one of the houses um, a few years back, didn't we, Craig? In the Fallen, I think it was. Yeah. There was a demon that came on a bungee. Um, but, uh, yeah, I thought the Wolfman uh, was really good doing that. But the whole house, what I loved about that house is that it gave, and similar to what they've done with other houses before, like Blum House or American Horror Stories, it gave... Uh, you know, it broke the house was broken up into the different characters that they were representing, and all of them got just a good amount of uh, of action 
before you went into next monster. And then at the end, they all came together. And I thought it just told a really good story in that regard. Yeah. Just thought so, so well done. The only thing I didn't like in the house was I didn't I didn't like the new Dracula. I thought it oh, was a little bit too too OTT in the in yeah, the start of it. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't offend me. He was quite horrific, to be fair. Oh, um, that's what I mean. Like I, I think, but when you're expecting like the kind of more traditional Dracula from Universal yeah, Monsters. In his in his original guys, he's not a very horrific character, is he? Especially in no. the first film. Yeah, you know, he's, he's just a nice man about town, really. <laughs> um, the uh, the Bride of Frankenstein was absolutely horrific. Yeah, because of the scream. It, if it you does. got that scream in the face, it blew yeah. your eyeballs out. Um, yeah. we got it a couple of times walking through there as well. Mm. Yeah, really, really good house. Um. I've got a list in front of me because uh, I knew I'd forget one if I didn't. So the next one on the list in front of me is Stranger Things. Now, none of us did Stranger Things last year, so we've got nothing to compare it against. Um, But I thought they did a really good job with recreating parts of the show. And the only thing I didn't like, or two things I didn't like. The first one is... um, the one of the, the scenes right towards the end when you got a bit of season three, um, the strobe was so strong in there and consistent, there was no let up that it made it really hard to actually walk around it properly and really see what was going on properly. I found I don't know I don't know how them scared actors, the two girls, were able to stand in there for any length of time. And there it was, was the same two girls every night. Three. Three girls, yeah. I loved them. Yeah. Um, for me, this was the worst house of the whole event. Interesting. It it was, um, and well, I mean, we'll get onto us later, but that was the second worst house of the whole event. But Stranger Things, there was literally no scares. That it was, it it was a. a a homage to a fabulous TV show. Is that the right word? Yeah. Um, but it, it was just pointless. At no point um, did I jump out my skin in that in that house. Oh, I got I got caught a couple of times in there. Um, but yeah, I agree that there wasn't many in there. Um, but I thought what they did is they they recreated the the TV series really well and. For me, when you've got an IP, um, what you want is, or what you kind of expect, is to be able to recognise what it is. Oh, you could definitely so, recognise what it was, but do you remember that that time we walked through where Dustin is in the, the bus? Yeah. And, and we all got stopped. Somebody in front of us had stopped for some reason. And he was just, he just stayed in character and he was pushing his button. You could see the button on the floor, and he was just acting out his same scene, his same scene, his same scene. It was like a stuck record. And we were only yeah. there for a, a few seconds, but he, he must have said it all three times. And I, I was trying to like talk to him because I did. I do like talking to them when you can. Um, yeah, and comes he just didn't flinch. <laughs> Yeah, he just and didn't flinch. No, because he like they, like he 
unfortunately, like it was like a single line from the show. And yeah. what and the reason why that person stopped was because he was waiting for one of the scares. And I that really annoys the hell out of me. Like, why? Why do you have to stand there waiting? Like, if you're standing there waiting for a scare, you're not, it's not gonna work, is it? It's gonna have no effects on you. So why are you doing it? And all you all you end up doing it is ruining it for everyone else because then you know there's a scare there. So just just thought that was stupid. So stop being ignorant, people. Um I liked it. I clearly liked it more than you. It wasn't my favourite IP, but um, I, I didn't hate it as much as as much as you did. Um, I didn't hate it. Like I've said, every house it was the worst house. Was, yeah, it is the worst house. It's the worst house of a of a really strong year. But this is this is the 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 problem with this year's event. Every house was stunning. Stranger yeah. Things was stunning. Yeah. But it wasn't a scare out. Yeah. So, P-Dubs, what did you think of uh, Stranger Things? It was one of my middling houses. I thought the season two section was great. Uh, obviously, that season was smaller scale than, than season three was. Um, and, and they did a great job with that. When it got onto the season three bit, didn't have the scope that the TV series had. Like the the scene in the the shopping centre was very small, um, despite the fact that it had a, a great big mind flayer in there. It still felt very compact, and I, and I don't think it did season three justice. Hopefully, yeah. we might get a bit more of that next year. I would imagine it's coming back, seeing how popular it was again this year. Um, the longest queues every night. Uh, I can't see that it's not coming back, especially with season four being announced uh, yeah. while we were in in Orlando. In fact, yes, um, it was. Yeah, I I can see it certainly being on the list for for thirty next year, with it being the big one. I can imagine it's going to be one of the the big IPs that they bring in next year. Um, as I said, middling maze. I enjoyed it. I thought the scare actors or actors, as I. I wrote an article about it the other day that you couldn't call them scare actors because they weren't really giving scares. Uh, most of them were kind of just standing there um, and and doing their scenes and, and acting them very well. And we, we mentioned a couple of the the 11s were fantastic. I certainly like the season three uh, 11 that you've just talked about in the in the room with the, the strobes. I thought she was really great. Yep. Um, and yeah, I thought they did a really good job, but I wouldn't call it a scare maze. It was kind of a walkthrough of scenes from the show. Yeah, I um, I wish they'd stuck to season two. Like when they said it was going to be season two and season three, I got really excited because I wasn't a massive fan of season two. I much preferred season three. But the fact that season three was really limited to like two and a half rooms of the entire maze, I just wish they hadn't bothered and just yeah. left it as season two because that that just kind of, it got, I think gave everyone false hope as to what they were going to see this I year. thought I'd walked into the little shop of others, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> um, the next one on uh, the list in front of me is Nightingale's Blood Pit. Um. I think it was the house I was least looking forward to because I thought it was going to be uh, very scary. And 
I thought the the creatures in this house were probably the um, scariest of the event in terms of design. It was a really, it was a horrific looking uh, maze. It was a very smelly maze as well. The stench was incredible in there. Um, and there were, I, I, I had some really great scares in, in that house. Yeah, I agree. It was a very strong house for me. I loved it. I didn't get any of the smells. Um, I don't know why, but the monsters were horrific. But the Romans were quite horrific as well. Yeah. 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 Really, really me. good house. Piers, back me up. You you smelt it, right? Yeah, there was there was definitely a different smell to to some of the other houses. Some of the other houses had very similar scents to them, whereas this one probably, yeah, there was definitely a decaying meat smell. Yeah. Bizarre that. But what did you what did you think of it? I only went through it once, um, just on the Saturday night where we did every house uh i think uh and this goes alongside another another one of the houses as well that we'll talk about in a minute i think i was let down by the fact that they had been soaked with that downpour just before we we went in mm. um that kind of ruined some of the atmosphere i think for me and i and i would have gone back we just didn't have time uh on the, the sunday obviously with us being away we missed staying screen the next night we kind of hit everything that we we wanted to hit again um, so I just didn't get time to go through it again. But yeah, the the monsters was were certainly horrific. But for those reasons, it is lower down on my list just due to the fact that I only did it once. Okay, well we'll go from like some of the most horrific monsters we saw at the event, some of the poorest that we saw at the event, and this was a real four D house for us on Saturday. Um, I'm talking, of course, of Depths of Fear which, yeah. as we walked into the house on Saturday, was legitimately flooded. Yeah, really was. It, that was the first one we did, wasn't it, after, after the downpour, after Stay and Scream, and it, was, it wasn't nice in there, that's for no. sure. We were dodging puddles everywhere. Now, I, I felt very differently about this house um, until I spoke to Luke about it, who explained that this was supposed to be a kind of extension of Slaughter Cinema last year. So it was supposed to be a bit like a B-movie because the creatures in there looked like Doctor Who rejects. Yeah. And actually the humans in there were far more scary than the monsters. I found. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. The, the, the actual people that had been taken by whatever it was were far uglier than the... <laughs> The actual creatures were. Yeah. Um, I think this is probably my weakest house of the year. Um, and again, as, as Craig said, like it was a very strong year and all the houses looked great. And this house looked pretty good, but compared to the others, this one just felt uh, weaker to me. And I think as well, I had going into it, um, my love of um, Deadwater from a couple of years ago and so was kind of hoping for something along those lines, and it obviously was nothing like that at all. Um, but I, I again, I loved this house, and I got some really good scares in this house. 
But mm. when you say there about the dead water house from two years ago, where the had the floors all uneven and everything like that to put you off balance. Mm. There was none of that in this. This is a submarine at the bottom of the ocean. Mm. So it should have been all over the place, shouldn't it? Yeah. yeah and it, it just... Is. So it, I totally get that, but the monsters were vile. Again, I, I enjoyed it. Really? Um, you thought the monsters were vile? Yeah. Well, you got one of them in the face, mate, you knew about it, and I got a few of them in my face. It was like... Uh, it was like the wedding night all over again. Speaking of things in your face, the next one on my list is Yeti, Terror of the Yukon. Now, another thing to mention about this year is that every house was, like, almost ice cold. And this and Graveyard Games should have been the ones that were the coldest, but all of them were freezing cold, which was nice because it was so hot outside. Um... But I, I actually really like this house. I really like this house. It was right up there for me. Yeah, top love... five for me. But there wasn't a lot of Yeti. My favourite, my favourite Yeti, and one of my favourite scares of the entire time was at one point there was a Yeti standing above your head, in front of you. So he was kind of like doing Yeti actions. Um, and as, as you're distracted by him, another Yeti up directly above your head swung his arm down. Yeah, yeah. And that scared the crap out of me. That, that was really good. But I thought the detail in it was, was fantastic. Um, you know, you really felt like you were walking through a, a snowy forest. And, and where was, was the incredible. disco Yeti? Exactly. This should exactly. have been a disco Yeti. Absolutely. That's the biggest disappointment of the whole weekend. There was no disco yeti in there. Um, but yeah, Craig, so you really enjoyed this house as well? Yeah, definitely. It was freezing. They set the scene wonderfully. Um, yes, there was yetis in there, and I had a face full of yeti a few times. But the, the, to me, there wasn't enough yeti. But yeah. it is what it is. It was good. Yeah. What about you? Of, oh, sorry, Craig. No, no, it was just middle. It was one of my middle houses. Yeah. Yeah, you, P-Dubs? Yeah, I, I really liked it. It's it's made my top five for the weekend. Um, just sneaks in at number five. Um, it was between that and, a, and an IP, and I thought I'd go with the original. Um, but, yeah, I thought the, the costumes were great, and the SCs all looked fantastic. As you said, that that one scare was was great. I didn't think the design of the, the house was overly strong. Um, but I I really did enjoy the, the scares. I thought thought they were fantastic. And and yeah, it, it's a follow-on uh, from another another house that they did. And and it's it a great sequel to it again. Yeah. So we're just left with a few IPs that we haven't talked about. So we'll start off with Craig's favourite, Us. Uh, right, okay, so this is my second worst house out of everything. Because Us isn't a horror film. Us is more of a thriller in my eyes. There's it's a it's a really shit story uh, of a film and 
it just missed it just missed missed the beat. Just people standing there making funny noises isn't scary. I didn't get the it, it recreated the film perfectly. And there was a Land Rover in there. That got me. That scared me. <laughs> um but it just was a pointless house. It was just filler. So Stranger Things is bottom because it was such a letdown on the scares. But this this was this was the same, but just a slightly shitter. Um, it just didn't need to be in there. You did say on audio that um, the house was better than the film. Yes. The house is better than the film, yes, totally. But it was it was the second weakest house out of all of them for me. Yeah. Well, that's understandable. Um now P dubs, had you seen us? I hadn't. Okay. No, I didn't get a chance to watch it. And and we are gonna watch we're gonna watch all the films over on Halloween Adventure at some point. There's been um, a lot of plugs for that show, but it's it's deserved. Yeah. <laughs> um so I went in into it with completely blind i didn't know really what it was about i'd seen like a couple of posters or or a couple of pictures but other than that i hadn't seen it and this was the one that nearly made my top five um and was just beaten out by yesterday i thought it was a beautifully designed house Mm. um from what i can tell it it was pretty much a recreation of what was what was in the film and just i like it was a change of pace. There were some scares in there, not many, but um, it definitely told a story throughout the house, which which is what I liked about it, and and that's why it nearly nearly got into that top five. Yeah, I I thought it was um, I thought it was better than than what Craig described. I thought they got the mannerism that the the actors in here were fantastic in recreating the film and they picked some of the the key moments in the film the only thing that disappointed me was um the lack of the tethered that you saw in the house you didn't see a huge amount of them but um they did they did a good job of of recreating it and again when you're watching an ip that's kind of what you you want to kind of see which leads me to killer clowns from outer space which is my weakest house this year in terms of scares. There was a lot in every time I went through the house, not a single scare to be had for me. But I thought as a recreation of the film, it was extremely, extremely good. They did a really good job of recreating the film, of which, I mean, it's not a particularly scary film either. So I get that. Um, but yeah, I, I just didn't find the house particularly scary. I, I think actually, that's like I did get a scare in there because at one point I got a gust of wind. That was when Craig was in front of you, <laughs> he was crop dusting. Um, but yeah, I mean, you, like again, you can't fault the set design, you can't fault the uh, the clowns themselves, like the costumes, everything in there was excellent. Um, but it just lacked. The, the kind of scares for me. So that's why it's down lower on my list. And I know, P-Dubs, you're not a fan of the film. 
No, I, I wasn't. I watched the film not long before we went. Didn't enjoy it. Didn't keep my attention at all. Uh, the house was all right. Um, it's in the lower reaches of my my list. Um, as you say, there wasn't many scares. I think I did it twice altogether. Um, the design was good. Um, as the film was, that was the, the one plus point about the film is that it was designed very well. Um, but yeah, just kind of a, a nothing house for me, to be honest. Craig? I agree. It was it, my third worst house. Um, beautiful, absolutely stunning. I said before we went, I didn't think to be able to pull it off because the clown costumes are so big. But they, they do pull it off. Uh, there was some scares in there, but not many. Uh, it's another one where, I mean, right, I get it. IPs are going to recreate scenes from the films. That's what they are. I get it. But you can also have a decent bit of scares. American Werewolf in London put the willies up me on several occasions. This, um, yeah, yeah, whatever. And saving the most anticipated for last, uh, Ghostbusters. And this was obviously the house that I was looking forward to the most. And in terms of recreating the film, it did not disappoint at all. And in terms of scares, actually, um, if you did it, if you got it in the, if you was in the right place at the right time, it was there was actually some really good scares to be had in that house as well. I was really surprised. Um, it was just like reliving my childhood walking through the house. So I absolutely loved it. I really did. Um, but Craig, what did you think? It was my favourite house by a country mile. Um, I loved that you could interact with some of the um, cast members, some of the actors. Yep. I, I said something different to Janine every time I went through. The last time you went through it, you asked her to marry you. Yeah, I actually rendered her speechless. I think uh, it was the second time we walked through it, she told me that I was going to die. Yeah. Um, I asked her, one night I asked her, could I have a cup of coffee? And she said, the coffee machine's just over there. Another night I asked her, would she like a cup, me to make her a cup of coffee? You know, and then on the last night I asked her to marry me. Um, some of the Ghostbusters you could interact with and because the, they were doing the dialogue, they would just give a nod and a wink. Um, First night we got fist bumps. Fist bumps, yeah. yeah. You know, um, Dana, I give her the heart sim symbol and she, she looked at me like she wanted to make sweet love to me. Um, Zool on the on the stairs did the same to her and she she gave me give me the eye. <laughs> she gave me the foulest look I've ever seen from Scare Actor. <laughs> oh no, that was the eye that Paul. That was the eye. She was giving me the eye. That was Whatever. the come on. Um like you say, the scares, that slimer, you knew it was there. But it still got you. Uh, the Pepper's ghost effects of the slimer coming down the corridor, amazing. And the uh, librarian the ghost as well. The floating librarian ghost, amazing. 
The only thing that disappointed me about the floating librarian ghost is she didn't transform and then chase you. Yes. Yeah, I'd hope for that as well. Um, but it did lead me to the first proper scare I saw Craig get the whole weekend when um, Lewis Tully popped through the wall to say, I'm the key master. Craig was not <laughs> expecting it, and he jumped out of his skin. It was hilarious. There was more scares from the human characters than there were from the ghosts. Yeah. Arguably, like the yeah. Ghostbusters that jump out at you as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just I said I, I just I just loved it, I really did. Uh, P dubs. Yeah, it's it's in my top five. It, it got in at number three. Um, I wasn't as closely attached to it as as you are, Nick. Um, don't get me wrong, I I love the films. Uh, I will watch them when they're on and and things like that. But I wasn't as closely attached. I don't think. Um, but I thought it was great. It was wonderfully designed. Um, I spotted something new every night. Like that, that second night we, me and you, spotted the the ghost behind the behind the bookshelves. Then the next night, I noticed the books moving on the top shelf. There was just something going on in in every single scene that you didn't always see, um, which I thought was great. And and as you say, the the scare actors in there were fantastic. The Ghostbusters, Dana, Zool. Lewis, they were all brilliant, and and Janine was a fantastic way to to open the the maze. I I thought that was that was wonderful. Um, so yeah, just great, and it it stood up to what I expected from it. It was the one that they they really seemed to to want to nail right from the word go that it was announced that that this, it was going to be something special, and and it, it stood up to it. Good. Well, I'm glad we're all kind of in agreement in that case. So I think um, I'm going to put the pressure on a little bit and say I want to hear everybody's top three. I've got my top three. Okay. That's, if you've got your top three, you can go first, Greg. So Graveyard Games coming in at number three. Yeah. Universal Monsters coming in at number two. And Ghostbusters at number one. Simple. P-dubs? Exactly the same, just in a different order. Number three, Ghostbusters. Two, Graveyard Games. And one, Universal Monsters. Uh, and I'm going to go Graveyard Games, number three. Ghostbusters, number two. Universal Monsters, number one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're all on the same page. <laughs> okay, what's your bottom three? Oh, God. Um I I would say my bottom three are House of a Thousand Corpses, Depths of Fear, and probably going to have to say Killer Clowns. Ron Paul. Uh, Nightingales, Depths of Fear, and Killer Clowns. For me, it is Killer Clowns, then John Peel's Us, and then the biggest disappointment of the whole event, Netflix Stranger Things. Wow. Wowie zowie. Um, but that's that's pretty cool. Um, we haven't talked, you know, obviously we've been focused on the houses. I want to talk about the scare zones a little bit. Um, I've got to be honest, I thought the scare zones this year were pretty tame. Shit. The only yeah. the only scare zone. Well, the two two scare zones that I did enjoy, 
Um, I did like Zombieland Double Tap. And we had a really good interaction on the Friday night with a zombie that was walking around with her foot. Yes, she was who, wonderful. And she was using Mr. D in order to do her scares. So we were kind of like huddled around and she'd hide behind Mr. D and wait for people to be coming out of the um, the the queue area for... Um, the Yeti, I think, things. was it? Yeah, it might have been Yeti, actually. Well, I think yeah. I think it was the exit for a few of those houses. And as they were coming out of that entrance, she would jump out of them um, yeah. behind the day, and it was it was cracking. We stood there for a good 10 minutes just, just enjoying what was going on. It was great. I asked her uh, where she got her foot from, and she pointed to one of the booths. Yes. Um, then I asked her if I could have a taste of it, and she gave it me, and I was able to nibble on it. Uh, and then I seen her for the next two nights, and she always remembered me. So, top top shout out to to her. But the whole that that whole uh, it didn't really sell Zombieland uh, too very well. No, it, it felt like it was too spread out. Yeah, it was too big. Yeah, I mean a lot of a lot of the things that were there. I mean, we have to say we're from Zombieland because obviously at this point, uh, Double Tap hasn't come out. Um, but they did a good job of, you know, I like the fact that there was a Bill Murray zombie. I like the fact there was a Charlie Chaplin zombie. Um, you know, it was good that they had the cars there. They had the little show on, which they often do in that area, um, using the, the kind of like the final sequence of the first Zombieland film as the backdrop with the um, kind of like drop zone, drop shaft attraction. Um, you know, they, they did a good job of, of putting stuff in there that you recognise from the films, but uh, yeah, it, it was fine. And the other scare zone that I really liked was the Vanity Ball, um, which is like around the T2 area by Killer Clowns. That was great. They used they did like um, a catwalk show. It was a little bit RuPaul's Drag Race, a um, little bit, you know, um, um, Miss America or whatever and it was great and some of the scare actors in that were having a lot of fun with people interacting it was it was really good um so they, they were the two that I kind of liked but um Rob Zombie's uh Hell Billy Deluxe I don't think other than the attractive people in the scare zone I don't think one it was a very effective scare zone and Secondly, not really being familiar with Zombies' work, it just kind of didn't resonate with me. We stopped there twice in the whole time. Yeah. Once to get the drink from Shea Alcatraz. Yeah. And the second time coming out of Fast and Furious. Yeah. yeah. So that kind of tells you. Yeah. I mean, for me, the, the hordes of... Um chainsaw wielding people was still the best the rest yeah. of them were crap as far as i'm concerned and that that's not against the scare actors involved who are working in there they, they can only work with what they've been given um they all just they weren't scare zones they were just zones yeah i mean an arcade was the one i was looking forward to and i thought oh. they did a good job of you know it was nice with like the neon and with the arcade machines but 
as a scare zone. It just felt like they'd recycled a lot of the stuff from the purge previously, and it just wasn't a scary zone to walk around in. Um, Vikings Undead, I had to walk through that multiple times because of its location. And, you know, they did a, a, as good a job as they could do with it, really. But again, I didn't find it particularly uh, scary or that interesting, you know. I think that was the problem as well. We walked through a couple of them so many times that we just kind of ignored it by the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, uh, the best scare zones I've ever had was the, I think it was 23. I think it was where it was just all walking dead. It was just all all scenes from the, the series of Walking Dead. Recreated Herschel's Barn and various other bits. That you had the continuity of the whole park was just one. Um I really enjoyed that year. And everything ever since then has you know, apart from um the Sam what year was the Sam one? Twenty seven, Nick. Yeah. Yeah. Trick or treat. That one. was a, that was a beautiful scare zone, but it wasn't a scare zone. Just a zone. Yeah. Zombies, yeah. the zombies of Walking Dead were brilliant. I remember they got some good scares with them. Yeah. I thought the Purge one that year was was pretty good as well. But Meh. no. Yeah. But Meh. yeah, I, I just thought I, I thought the scare zones this year just weren't particularly good. And at this stage I kind of wonder the point of them. You can't hang about in them. You don't want to hang about in them. Really, because you're you're probably transitioning to, to another part of the park, um, and they're not particularly. I didn't find them particularly scary, so I don't really, um, I don't really see the the purpose of them, really, unfortunately. But as you say, Craig, it's not down to the performers; they all did the best job that they could do. Um, I just don't. I mean, the thing is, like, there were people that were walking through them that were generally terrified. So they are doing their job. They just weren't doing their job for us. Maybe we're the problem. Um, now, uh, full disclosure: we only did one of the shows. We only did the Lagoon show. We didn't do Academy of Villains because they didn't come back to us for an interview. Um, that's not the only reason. That's a lie. Um, we well, I mean, for me, Academy of Villains has become the new Walking Dead and the new Page. It's on every year. It's boring. It's just a gang of people jumping around on a stage, body popping. Yawn first. I mean, you know, this this show has got better reviews than the last show. Yeah. But then they, that, that's not really a, a huge compliment because the last show was so poorly received by many people that... I was surprised they were asked back. I'm glad they were because, I mean, they are a talented bunch of people. Um, but the problem is I don't want to be sat in uh, an auditorium for, you know, 40 minutes or so with the kind of queuing up to get in, sitting down, waiting for the show to start, waiting to get out again. It's a big chunk of change of the night. And I just, it, it for me, it just wasn't worth it. There were other things that I could be doing at that time. And so that's why um, I, I personally gave it a miss. 
And P-Dubs, I don't think you had any interest in it at all anyway, based on what it was about. Not really, no. It wasn't something for me. I would have gone and seen it. If everybody else wanted to go and see it, I would have gone. I wasn't going to go out of my way and make other people go and see it. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I get that. Um, but the Lagoon show, the uh, Marathon of Mayhem, I thought was exceptional. Yeah, and I think we missed the first few minutes, didn't we? Yes. Yeah, so I've never seen a complete show, have I? But what a scene I really enjoyed. I thought the effects they did with the water were incredible. They really, you know, some of those projections really looked 3D. Um, and I like the fact that they obviously used the buildings in the background of it as well to project stuff on. Um, I just thought it was a, a very well done show and I was sad that I only got to see it twice and only once to complete because like Craig said the first time that we saw it we missed the first few minutes of it starting so um, we didn't get to see the whole thing but yeah the whole show was was fantastic really really enjoyed it I think for next year for 30 what they need to do is forget about Bill and Ted it's never coming back Bring back the Beetlejuice Graveyard Review and bring back the Rocky Horror Show. Two classics from days gone by that would really pack the crowds in for a historic year. They haven't got the space, though. They could do one of those, but they couldn't do two. They could. The Beetlejuice Graveyard Review could just be on that stage where um, outside the horror makeup show. Just put a stage there for that. Yeah, like the like the Academy of Villains used to, yeah. Yeah. So that's it for like the entertainment. Let's just before we rewrap up, talk about some of the food that's on offer because obviously we know that there's special food for Halloween horror nights. Um we all avoided the s'more fries. Yeah. Just sounded yeah. vile. And looked vile. Yeah, that was sweet potato fries with marshmallow and chocolate sauce. Uh, I would have had that if I'd have known it was there. Fair enough. Um, we all... Uh, actually, I don't know. P-Dubs, did you have Twisted Tasters this year? Yeah, we had it the oh, first yeah, night when we got there. Yeah, it's all right, because I had mine much later than yours because I was having problems with my cards. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> they wouldn't accept Apple Pay. Um yeah, uh, and I created you had them as well. Um, what what did you think of those? I liked them. Yeah, I had salt and vinegar again because I'm a glutton for punishment and it took the, the skin off me lips again. Uh, but uh, we had a lovely interaction with the, the lady chefs there and we posed for a photo with them. Not like the miserable bastard we had two years ago. Oh, so. that was the worst, yeah. Um, I had garlic parmesan, and that's how you pronounce it in America, garlic parmesan. It's garlic parmesan, really. And uh, they were delightful. I really, really enjoyed them this time around. The salt and vinegar, as Craig said, just takes the, the roof, the skin off your mouth. But um, that garlic parmesan was something else. Um, so I had those twice. Um, and the other thing that I had, which um, you guys didn't, because uh, everyone speaks so highly of them, was I got some pizza fries from Louis. I had to taste the one, and it was the most overrated experience in my life. 
absolutely nailed it, Craig. I I honestly could not understand the hype with these at all. It's a bowl of chips with um, like tomato, uh, what's a uh, marinara sauce, effectively, um, mozzarella. Um, I obviously had mine without meat, so I didn't have the pepperoni or the sausage. Um, even though they did offer a vegan sausage, they didn't offer that to me on the pizza fries, so whatever. Um, but I just thought they were the most overrated thing. And the, the way that people like look forward to them all year round, it's like if you guys can't make those at home, there's a problem. It just looked really like when you brought it out, it looked like a, a bowl of vomit. Yeah, it it was just it was just odd. Like they were fine, but the the way they get hyped up was just ridiculous to me. Really, really was. I the, enjoyed the best, my Impossible Whopper more at Burger King than any. The best uh, thing we had at the whole the whole weekend was the Jaws drink. Yeah, did we post a video of that? Um, I've got a video of it, I think. Yeah, make sure you post in the group. That guy was hilarious. Um, yeah. Was it called the Shark Attack? I think it was. Uh, ocean, ocean Attack. Ocean Attack. And yeah. it, wasn't on the, it wasn't on menu because it's, it's a daytime drink at the parks and it would be, it'd become a Halloween Horror Night bar. And we just went and we, I just asked, didn't I? And um, he said, yeah. yeah, I'll make them for you. And he had lots of energy and he was fantastic value. And it was a really nice drink. And it, the yeah. way it created the shark, the blood going into the sea, you know, into the water, it was brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, it was a really, really well done uh, drink. Uh, you guys had that. I had only a souvenir cup, um, of which I got the Universal Monsters one in the end um, and I had one of the cocktails and I can't tell you what the cocktail was it was orange it was the orange one um, they are pre-made so they just poured them out of a, a big vat and it it was just poor that's the only way to describe it really really poor um, yeah that's that's the impression I got from all the the, the cocktails that yeah. they all just looked shit yeah the one obviously the one you had you guys had was was made, you know. Was, was yeah, but that, that wasn't prepared. a Halloween horror night cocktail. No, no exactly. So you know, all the proper cocktails were fine, but the ones that they did for the event were just pre-made rubbish. And yeah, don't don't recommend those at all. But I did get a cool glass, so I you know I got a Blinky Universal Monsters cup. So at least you know that that was worth the thirteen dollars it cost or whatever because I got the plastic glass. Um, but yeah, now Craig, you said earlier on that, you know, bit of negative with the weekend and everything like that. I think I nailed what it is that the problem was. We, our, our days were too long. Our days were far too long. Um, yeah, I, I, I agree. And once we'd done the early park admission on the Friday morning, we should have not bothered again, unless specifically you wanted to go and ride Gringotts. But when you've only got Gringotts or Despicable Me open for early park admission, uh, it becomes pointless. And we were dead on our feet by half ten every night. We were yeah. doing 14 miles a day 
uh, when we were going back, we were maybe having an hour before coming back out. Maybe we should have went in earlier. Maybe, you know, there was one, I think it was the Saturday where I drank myself unconscious, basically. I got the bucket. You did. Five Bud yeah. Lights at $25 in the in the pool bar. Yeah. Uh, and we'd had a drink before that. So I think I had about four drinks in total and I was tired and drunk and I fell asleep on the bed for about half an hour. But my hips were giving me a lot of aggro. I've, I've got a lot of pain with the hips and I was walking that, that much. I, I wanted... I'd, I've got one regret at the whole event, one major regret, and that was not staying in the park on the last night when you wanted to stay. Being that tired that I just couldn't be arsed. And I wish, if I had my time again now, I'd have gone off into the park with you. Oh, you could have had yourself a monster and, and rejuvenated yourself. Um, yeah, I, I just think... Even though we was there an extra day, I think because, especially that Friday, because that Friday I got in the park at what? Well, we got, actually we, we didn't mention that. We got up at five. We got out at five to hit Walmart is what we did yes. on Friday. But so that's because we, we were all away by three. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> we, we hit Walmart at five. We did our shopping for about an hour. Then went back to the hotel um, then hit the parks as soon as park. Some of us did seven. our shopping in twenty minutes, didn't we, Paul? Paul <laughs> <laughs> was shopping with me. He he, he hadn't finished in twenty minutes. Um, then we had uh, some breakfast. Uh, walked into the parks at seven. Left hey, about voodoo donuts. Voodoo donuts. Uh, left about half eleven, I think, to get back for two. No, got back for one, didn't we? Yeah, for the yeah. meetup, and then I didn't leave again until about eleven o'clock that night. So from seven in the morning, I only had uh, just over an hour when we were not in a park. So I was like, by the end of the night, it had really hit me just how much. And then we got up at, as Craig said, we got up at seven o'clock the next morning. We was out in the park at seven o'clock the next morning. So we wanted to make the most of our time, but really, we should have either had a late late entry that morning, or we should have hit the parks early and had a longer rest that afternoon. Yeah. Um, and, and Saturday, I did. I took that rest because I had to. Yes. Well, I mean, I went. I, mean, I went to sleep for a little while, and then you did. Yeah, I got about forty-five minutes in, which was yeah. it was enough to give me um, a rest. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, it felt a bit full on. And then obviously, we had a very early start the next morning going to Hollywood Studios. So, and, a, and another very long day. So, um, yeah, yeah I, I think doing this kind of thing again, I would um, give myself some more time um, outside of the parks just kind of chilling out. And speaking of chilling out outside of the parks, we stayed, as we mentioned, at the Aventura. Yeah. It was obviously all of our first times there because it only opened last year. And I think I'm right in saying that we all said it was a nice hotel, but not necessarily one that we'd choose to stay in again. 
unless the price was so um, attractive that a holiday hinged on it, basically, mm. because it was a fully functioning hotel. But it's polished concrete, so you very quickly become aware that you're sleeping in a car park, a multi-storey car park. The, um, the bar on the roof is the most overrated experience I've ever been in in my life. I did not enjoy any of it. We got there at about 10 o'clock at night, was it? Yeah. For the fireworks, we missed them for Epcot fireworks. Yeah, we just caught the end, didn't we? It was too loud. It was just, it reminds me of Miami Vice. It, it just, it, I just didn't like it. I didn't want to be there. I much preferred the bar downstairs in the reception area because you could have a conversation. And we went back down and had another drink down there. Um, there's a lot to be said that that bar goes happy hour from 10 p.m. every night and it's $6 a, a pint. Mm. I agree. Um, the rooms were basically IKEA furniture. The iPad thing is a gimmick because you're constantly looking or reaching for the iPad and then you've got to navigate through the iPad to get to what you want, whereas you just pick a tele remote or any other place. Um, yeah, I mean, we ordered some coffee me and Stuart because they, they were giving us one cup of coffee every morning each so we ordered some coffee bags uh, and he gave, they brought the coffee bags brilliant but they didn't bring any cups so we couldn't drink the coffee we had cups in our room we had cups in our room but they put them in the bin and cleared them away and they replaced when, them no hmm. so stuff like that it, it was just the, the food court. I was going to say the food court was good though. Yeah. Oh, that that uh, Beyond Burger was majestic. Um, the lady who saved me on the last morning. Uh, Hi, could I have a Beyond Burger, please? Uh, oh yes, uh, you want Beyond Burger? Yes. You want everything, Connie? Yes, but no bun, no bun, and no fries. I would like a side salad instead, please. Okay. And then a Beyond Baker come out on fries in a bun. Excellent. Brilliant. <laughs> um, that was the only, you know, the food in there was fabulous. You couldn't ask for better food. You had a Wonderful. good range of stations, didn't you? You had like a, yes. an Oriental station, you had a burger station, you had pizza, which I mean, the only the noodle the only, station was wonderful. The only, the only problem with the food court was it closed at 11 and they had like a little kiosk as you walked into reception um, that took about an hour to open yeah but that's because we were back so early yeah maybe <laughs> um one night Old i got man. in about 10 to 11 so I'm, i got a pizza from the actual pizza place and they cook it up fresh for you which is nice and the pizza was fine it looked like i'm mean, p-dub saw my pizza it looked a little bit limp didn't it yeah Look great, but it, it tasted lovely. Like I can't complain. It was a you know the soft the soft drinks in there were four dollars for your cup. Yep, and that last all day, didn't it? Two hours, unlimited two hours. refills for two hours, which okay. phenomenal value for money. 
Yeah. Why well, can't he do that with the beer? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because of how you will end up. Um, and like Craig said, the poolside um, bar had um, a range of beers, no cider anywhere on property, um, but had a range of beers, IPAs, and the pool bar had uh, frozen cocktails as well, which I discovered twice. I didn't learn my lesson the first time that um, when you're really hot and you have um, a, an iced alcoholic drink, it really upsets my stomach. Um, it was a very nice cocktail, but uh, it didn't agree with me that well. Um, but yeah, it, you know, so there, there were pluses with the hotel. It wasn't like it was, an, it was a completely negative experience, but I personally preferred Cabana Bay and... Yeah, the there was no price. charm. There was, there was no charm whatsoever. I mean, the staff it was, was friendly. It's a skyscraper. Yeah. yeah. You the can see it beautiful. from loads of places in the park. That's that's one of the big problems as well. It's kind of killed the skyline. Yeah. 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 But yeah, for me, Cabana Bay was a, a nicer resort, and that's where I'd choose to stay uh, if I go back. Speaking of if we go back, um, although we haven't um we haven't made plans any future plans or anything like that um but we know pw's you're going to go next year with the family at some yeah. point um but we did actually all upgrade our tickets to annual passes because it was like 20 dollars or I so didn't. to upgrade are you doing it in the end no it was 50 dollars. oh okay um well i've got no intention of going back next year but um it, it it was a dagger in my heart. Um, this this loophole that was out there, which I exploited two years ago. I went for a two week holiday in the August. I had a fourteen day pass. I upgraded it to an annual pass for five dollars two years ago, and that annual pass only kicked in the first time I used it, which was when I went to Halloween Horror Nights with Nick in the September. So this year, the rules have changed, as we found out. So you go now with a 14-day pass, and you go and upgrade it to an annual pass. That is backdated then to the first day you use your 14-day pass. Because I I went and I uh, had an argument at Aventura. I then went and had an argument at Volcano Bay. Oh, my, my mic's gone funny. Your mic's gone funny. Um, because they, and then I tweeted Universal and had a private conversation with Universal as well. Yeah. And all three of them confirmed the rule change. And they've just shut a loophole, basically. And, and PDUPS was told the wrong information because when he upgraded his pass at the parks, he yep. was told that it would start. Um, when he next used it, when he activated the card. Yeah. Um, but um, the same rule applied. So it must have been a, a fairly recent change. And obviously some people aren't aware of it, but it's it's naughty that they have. It, they've given you the wrong information. Yeah, and, I, and I'm taking it, I'm, I'm going to renew it to cover my trip next year. Um, and I'll take that saving of, of having had the, the pass for a year already. I'll yeah. take the 20% off my renewal or whatever it is. Um, so I'm not completely annoyed about it. 
um, I'll I'll take that saving instead. Yeah, yeah, it's not it's not a, a yeah for for the price you paid for the upgrade, it was it was fine. Um, yeah. you know, because we ours was much cheaper than Craig's, but yeah, just annoying about the misinformation. But all in all, I think the trip was a success. I had a good time, had a great time, and um, you know, I was sad when it came to an end. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Oh, a week ago, as we record this, we were all on planes or in minor next cases, probably in Miami. Yeah, in Miami, getting served the worst pizza hut you've ever had in your life by the rudest member of staff you've ever encountered. Craig, you know, we talked about that person that was doing the Twisted Taters um, yeah. when we went to Halloween Horror Nights. The person serving at Miami Pizza Hut, like, like that made that person look like an award winner in terms of customer service. She was the rudest uh, member of staff I've encountered probably anywhere in the world. She was absolutely horrific. I waited. She told me like the food was going to be about five minutes. It was about 15 minutes. Um, no apologies. Just, just, she was just rude to everybody. It was just absolutely horrendous. Um, at least she was consistent well yeah exactly it wasn't it wasn't at me so that was the only positive you can say about it but yeah it was that was like the the worst and to be fair i mean if you could say that's the worst experience you had the whole weekend on your way home that's not too bad well i had i had a, a the worst experience and again these are first world problems people but i was in the 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 new um good morning breakfast show restaurant oh, cafe today today cafe yeah on the sunday morning when i was on my own i went in a park opening I, i'd done early park admission it was eight o'clock in the morning the park was just opening so it goes in and i wanted the avocado and egg on toast yeah yes you hipster yeah we've sold out what you've just opened we haven't got any more for today brilliant Okay, so I ordered uh, the eggs Florentine uh, and she gave me a little page, yeah, and I went and sat down with my drink and after about 15 minutes of waiting, I got up and there was a VIP tour guide standing waiting for her food. So I said, excuse me, miss, and she went, I don't work here, so don't ask. Wow. Pardon? And she went, I don't work here, so don't ask. And I went, no, but you're employed by them and you are a customer. So I'm guessing you've eaten here before. So all I was going to ask you was, what is the procedure? Do I come to them or do they come to me when it vibrates? And she went, I don't work here, so don't ask. Like that. Jeez. And that's all she kept repeating to me. So... Fucking boss um, VIP experience for whoever the poor bastards was who was getting dragged around the park with her that day. I did read actually today that somebody did a an RIP tour. Um, no, is it behind the horrors during the day? Yeah, yeah, did a behind the horrors tour, and the tour guide didn't want to answer any questions and just kept moaning that she was going to have to do an RIP tour that night. Wow. So it glad we didn't do any of them then. Yeah, could well be been the same member of staff. Um, 
the last thing I just want to mention, because I can't believe Craig didn't actually go for this, um, the impossible whopper at Burger King in City Hall was absolutely phenomenal. No, I went to Bray Breadbox and I had the tuna, um, and and that was that was um, in honour of my wife because we had shared the moment there in August, and I was feeling particularly tired, particularly emotional, um, through through no one else's fault. Just you just get that way at certain points during the weekend when you're missing your family and that. So I went in there, shared the moments. I, I FaceTimed, I shared the moments sitting on the seats we were sitting on and then come out and enjoyed me uh, lunch with yourself on the tables. I well, know. I'm, I'm not as pretty as your wife, but, you know, never mind. Biggest copy cheeses and all that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think that wraps up our wrap-up of our weekend and this 100th episode. So, um Thank you to everyone that's lasted this way through because it's quite a long episode. I appreciate that. Um, I can't believe we've done a hundred of these, and, and it's not butter, and it's not butter, and uh, here's here's so many more to come. But yeah, I just want to say a, a thank you to you, gents, for making the weekend so wonderful. Stuart won't hear this, but shout out to him as well, and. Uh, his daughter and her friend who I didn't really spend that much time with but they were also pleasant every time that we did um but yeah just to everyone that made this weekend so enjoyable thank you and uh, a final shout out to again to everyone that we met on our weekend away it was uh brilliant to meet you all and uh you know it really um made me feel and made us feel that what we do is is worthwhile and uh, to keep going on. So thank you. Anyone else want to say anything else before we close? Thank you. <laughs> thank you. As opposed to no thank you, that's lovely. And Craig, any final word from yourself? Uh, discharge. Brilliant. I mean, I, I, what what did I expect? <laughs> Honestly, what did I expect? Um, but you did ask for a final word. I know, I know. This what I mean. Todd, it's is, Todd is now driving down the interstate, chuckling to himself. He's not chuckling to himself. He's thinking, "Wow, I listen to this." Um, as you said, the next couple of episodes, Amanda's still away. Um, so the next few episodes of Universe Last Dark will be audio from from other parts of the weekend. Our reactions coming out of houses, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And more audio from that will also be going out on the Halloween Adventure podcast. So go and subscribe to that if you don't already. And that concludes the big 100th episode. We will see you in the future. Cheerio. Discharge. I can't believe you said it. is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.